Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We head to the Horn of Africa this week with Ridley Scott's 2001 epic, Black Hawk Down. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Yes, sir. And Nate. Uh, fuck. Uh, is this? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, what'd you think? Was it- I, I was trying what, what? to think of the fucking call sign in the Super six one. No, Super six the, four. Woman, the woman's name they kept saying over and over again. And I, I it was in my mind. Irene. Brian said my name. Irene. Brian kept saying my name. He said my name, and it went out my ear. And I was like, That's what caused you to fuck up the the like hello, like the intro, like for everyone yeah. else. Yeah. That's what caused you. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Irene. Irene. Look, look, Mike. I told you last week I'm the captain. Okay. This this, <laughs> this, this, this ship is mine. We might be in Somalia, but that's if, I, if I yeah, if I yeah, want to if I want to if I want to plow into the beaches of Somalia, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. My my bad. You you're rolling a skiff. <laughs> right geography, wrong move. into the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Tom Hanks. Look at me. Well, it's Somalia though, right? It is. At least yeah. the uh, at least the actors in that were Somalian. Very true. Uh, well, a lot of them come from the Midwest. Oh, too. Thank you. You fucking <laughs> you fucking you ruined one of the key points I was gonna make. But hey, I'll I'll let you... we're gonna go with it. No, no, no. I'll let you have it. Okay, you, you can say it. No, you spoiled it though. You spoiled the surprise. Okay, sorry. You spoiled the surprise. But yes, yes. The souffle is ruined. <laughs> but um I'll jump in here. It's a really good movie. You know, I um I seen it on TNT a million times back in the day. And, you know, I knew some guys that were part of the battle or around the battle in Somalia, you know, in ninety three. And um no, it was uh, it was really good. You know, um, it was slow at times in the beginning. You know, it was really hard to set up a premise like this. But the second that the raid started, it was just nonstop, and it's so well cast. Holy fuck! Mm. With so, so many, many people names that in this. blew, yeah, so many people that blew up like within a few years. You know, mm. but they actually did a really good job. That's the thing is like, oh yeah, because there, there there's some also that like had already had names. They've been in big things. Tom Sizemore, right? He's way better in this but, than fucking SPR, in my opinion. I agreed. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Okay, so give. You, I'm sorry. Give your opening statement. Like, no, we've got I, so much to unpack here. Yeah, no, that's for the year. And I will say, too, that, you know, uh, if somebody's listening here from, you know, Mike's channel, um, thank you. You know, we put a poll out because we're like, ah, what the hell? You know, we'll see if anybody wants to, you know, influence what we review. And there was an overwhelming, at least, support or votes for, you know, a Black Hawk Down. And uh, here we are. Yep. So thanks for the, uh, yeah. you know, so, yeah. uh, suggestion. And uh, it's been really cool to do. So hopefully in the future, if anybody wants to recommend stuff or do those polls, we'd love to respond to them and review cool shit. So thanks for that. Yep. We'll give you a couple options and uh, you vote and then we'll do it. I like so. doing the air, land, and sea. You know, make it a little different because it's so easy to do ground no, combat th- th- all th- the it's time. It's great, though, because it's like. Yeah. You know, something that we might want to do, you know, like we were like, oh, we want to cover that. And like something we did, we don't know about, like that others do know about. It's great in the polls because they're like, oh, you got to do this. Yep. And, and we'll be like, okay, yeah, the, we'll do it. And so, yeah, it's well, fun. Well, this, this one, uh, this went up against the Admiral uh, and what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle, Battle Britain. Britain. Mm-hmm. And actually, there was a 
a good bit of percentage for the admiral over mm. I, what was I was no about, it was Battle Britain was a bigger percentage oh really okay I mean, a lot well, of people okay. commented on that the, too a, the a lot of people commented really well a lot of people commented on about the admiral which mm-hmm. I was actually very surprised because I had seen it and I was like or I had seen it like on advertised like on Prime after I watched like a war movie and it's just like oh I I. I don't know anything about this. So I'm not going to watch it. It's not Master and Commander, but it comes really close. And it has some really amazing naval battles for like 2016, 2017. But I worry, but I mean, this is me not seeing it, but I worry it's now the Dutch have a good track record of not making crappy movies. But the I worry the movie poster oh. makes it look more like Stalingrad 2013 to me. And then I worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. The trailer so, yeah. and the poster make it look yeah. like shit. I literally got drunk with a bunch of friends. And, oh, let's watch it. And I'm like, this is really good. Like, this is not what it's made out to be. And like anything, trailers are so hard to make because if you fuck it up, then you'd have no idea of what the actual film's about. He's just a Bosnian trapped in a Serbian trench. (laughs) This fall, Mike Schneider. (laughs) That was was so funny. I love that. I watched that. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is the... And and the film is like nothing like that. It's so much better. Yeah, and it's the trailer. Mm -hmm. The trailer is like a fucking like Ben Stiller movie or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, So anyway... um, Sorry, Jimmy, to derail that, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your input, guys. uh, Yep. Yeah, thanks. Definitely, like, yes, thanks for input. And that's going to be... It's to make our decision easier if we can do this. And, like, we get you guys input of like, hey... Here's some options. What do you guys want to hear about? Yep. Or our reactions to. It's also know? it's also great having engagement on on either on our own channel, which which we did uh, launch earlier uh, last month, um, but also the fact that you know, gang, seeing engagement on Mike's channel about our stupid little podcast that we just record, you know, at night. It's, fun. it's just incredible to me that seven thousand people just voted f- just to hear us talk about it Pretty or cool. thought it would be cool to, or let me hold on let's be real here to hear mike talk about it and just have a <laughs> mike and come side but yeah yeah, yeah but well, yeah that's they don't know you guys yet those guys don't know you guys yet and they're gonna love you guys so <laughs> except um, for nate but yeah. with that brian uh you you were finishing up your your uh initial kind of uh yes thoughts? i had one thing to say and it's that i'd love to know your opinion mr mike b Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> literally, literally went through all that shit. So you could just say, um, yes. okay. So I know a bit about the battle. I've researched it a bit. I've uh, watched talks from the people who were actually there. Um, the only like personal connection I have is a guy that I know pretty well who was in the Marine Corps, who was in Somalia wearing DPDUs, right? You know, six-color chocolate chip. Um, but he was outside of the city when this battle happened, right? But he went into the city a couple times from what he said, if I remember correctly. Um, but he was a Marine there. And he said it was fucking awful. It was just miserable. It was terrible because he he's like, we had nothing but like that's what we're used to. And he saw these people had nothing. And then I, I knew somebody also when I was in the Army that like, was there during this time. And when I asked him, he had been all around the world. We'll just put it that way. Like he had been a bunch of different places and all that shit. And when I said, so what was the worst place you ever were? He goes, Oh, Somalia. Like he just immediately. And I was like, but you've been here, here. He goes, no, Somalia was the worst. And I'm like, okay. And then he said the same thing. He's like, people 
like you see that little, you know, like a pile of sticks or like brush. Well, that's your house. How would you feel about living there? And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like, man. And so, yeah, I knew two guys that were there. The one was a Marine. The one was uh, um, doing things. And it was just like, it seemed like the worst fucking place to be possible. And this film actually shows that very well. But um, so overall, the film, it's very intense, okay? I didn't realize, like, because, again, I, I told you guys this, but, like, I haven't seen it in, like, 10 years or so, or actually farther back. It's very intense. It's it's on the, on the, on the like, same kind of level of wind talkers, but that's a different conversation. But, like, as far as intensity goes, it's wind talkers, but this is actually, like, more documented and more researched and... You know, I know guys who were there and they're like, yeah, that's, that's what happened. And it's like, holy shit. Not like, you know, verbatim in the movie, how it portrays it, but like the intensity of it, that's how it happened. And it was completely fucked up. And so, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a good conversation. We'll just put it that way. Mike A, you got the mic. Yeah, it feels, uh, in that, I thought, you know, it's funny you say that with wind talkers because I know what you're saying, but like. Unlike Wind Talkers, this feels way more grounded. It feels way more well, absolutely like, real. Yeah, and um, the intensity is what I was kind of getting at. Right. Yeah, like, the intensity the, of it, and like yeah. when people get hurt, it really feels painful. And yep. uh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, um, I, one scene that kind of really stuck out to me: the guy he uh, he was walking, he was running, and his thumb just gets blown off, and, uh, and it's just like it, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What's up, Nate? Uh, Brian. Did you recognize the guy who got his thumb blown off? No, actually, I didn't. It's eating through the suit. Oh, really? Oh, funny. It's the <laughs> dude who gets who gets the 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 the. He's the last marine. He gets killed. He's the guy who, who swallows the whole entire ball and he smashes it in his mouth. That's the doc. Oh, oh from from a uh, from the, the rock? rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just watched it. So yeah, we just watched it, and it, it, uh, Brian, I think, turned to me and said, "This is the worst movie of all time." Uh, definitely not, but, okay. Um, he, was also, he was also extremely tired, so yeah. Pretty right. faded by that point, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, uh sorry, no, yeah. th- this movie, um, it had a lot of things about it that I liked. Like I say, I thought it, if the intensity was, it, uh, it was, it was done really well. I liked that part of it. I, Ridley Scott is always really good when it comes to implementing effects into movies and stuff like that. And all of this seemed very real. It didn't seem fake at all. Um, I mean, you can get into little details if you want, but like, I thought overall it was, it was pretty good. Um, I, there, it's funny. There are things about it that I thought were really good. And then other things I'm just like, yeah, there's some stuff that's, you know, of the time when this came out that, uh, that I didn't really care for. But, uh, overall I thought it was good. It's extremely entertaining and, you know, riveting. And, uh, I was never bored once while watching it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's my thesis, my opening statement. And you, Nathaniel. Mr. Nathan? Uh-oh, he said the, he said the <laughs> end word. Um, so I, I've been sitting here watching the movie by myself because you're not okaying it, Mike B. What? Yeah. Yeah, you never gave permission for it, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here watching the movie by myself if you want to okay it on the street, on the things you guys can To share your, his screen, I guess. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, I was just saying, like, in our opening <laughs> comments, like, so, what the fuck? Um, so, yes, the last time I saw this movie was probably uh, 10 years ago. Um, I used to watch it a lot because <clears throat> when, when I was, like, uh 16 17 18 you know it's the whole height of the afghan war in iraq was going on um my i i i was like really thinking about uh trying to join the military and, and of course you you know you watch everything cuz you're just like oh this is everything's going to be like this oh. um and so i used to watch it a lot and used to really en- uh enjoy it and i still enjoy it now that i'm in my early thirties and definitely DQ'd, uh, with all the injuries I've had. Um, it has been very interesting to go back and watch this again with all of the knowledge that I have now and actually, and having it still hold up so well. Um, and I don't know a lot of the historical context details that like I would do with the world war two film, but, um, I really enjoy this movie. The actors are great. Even though <laughs> even though Australian and English actors keep having their twangs coming in and out of their southern yep. accents yep. that they keep yeah. doing. Like Orlando Bloom struggles so hard. Yep. He at least nailed it down by the outpost. But you know, it took him like what, twenty years? So. I I yep. couldn't yeah. stand uh Ewan McGregor when he was it gets talking this. Better though. Like yeah, yeah. it gets a lot yeah. better, but I, in, the, in the beginning when he's filling out the shit on the computer, and it's just like, dude, I, hold on, I, I gotta call you out. Did, did you see Ewan? <laughs> Whatever his name is, Ewan or Ewan. however you Ewan. say his name. Ewan. 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 Okay. Yep. Okay. Scottish. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Yo, what's Ewan up? McGregor. Yo, what's up? It's Ewan. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <so. but> <laughs> when he would speak. Uh, I uh, I was like, oh my god! Like, I mean, and he's a great actor, but like, I just his his American accent did not do it for me. His character is great in this too, Grimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made coffee all the way through Desert Storm, through Panama. Fucking, <laughs> it, it it actually didn't bother it. His his accents didn't bother me. I think it was Orlando Bloom's and uh, um, old Bruce Banner, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Eric Banner. Thank you. Yeah, his Australian accent kept coming in and out. Oh, but uh, no, I mean, like, again, it, it, this is this is this is a good movie. And we all know we all knew this. And so did everyone who picked it and they wanted to hear us talk about it. But I mean, no, I mean, it, it's it's really, really, really good. And it's held up um, again, just phenomenal actors. It's just incredible how much yep. cast is in here. Whether all star cast. Yeah. Like yep. like like even yep. though even though some of them were not all stars yet, like I believe Right. This came out before, like, Lord of the Rings, where Orlando Bloom hadn't yep. really done anything at that point. You know, major, major, major. Um, before his Pirates of the Caribbean and all that stuff. So he wasn't known. And then it was you, around the same, t- the same time. Like, well, it's like, well, I, I, well, this can't, I don't remember when this came out in 2001, but it definitely would have been before September. Yes. Or, well, sorry, uh, do uh, you want before December, sorry. Do you want to December, December is when Lord of the Rings... Fellowship came out because I know that because I went. I think so. this came out in December two thousand one, January twenty second two thousand two. Oh, oh, really? Which is insane because I you thought know, this came out in no one. It yeah, did, but so it too. didn't get theatrically released till two. That's the problem, oh. you know. When does it get released into th- into festivals versus? Yeah, you know. So it got That's released in yeah. festivals before in the O one season, but then it wasn't picked up for distribution until O two, which is crazy because you know 
in the midst of those two events, 9-11 happens. And I was like thinking yes. about that the whole time. And, you know, this yep. is January. This is January of 02. You're fucking, you know, we're getting ready to go. We already have troops in. The 10th Mountain Division already is in Afghanistan by the time this movie comes out. It talks about the 10th yes. Mountain Division in Mogadishu. Yep. But it's just like crazy. You know, this is the film that a lot of guys watched, you know, going to war. And in a way, I'm really glad that this is the one because it just does it really well. And it really shows, you know, that good guys die too in horrible fucking yeah, ways. You're not invincible. Oh, yeah. Like the you're Delta not. guy that gets fucking blown out of the fucking uh, deuce and a half. Does a guy? <laughs> guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. But for the like, one dude that they, fucking they loses his legs, up. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fucking, yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Sayonara. The guy with the fucking RPG in the chest. You know, nope. you read about the shit in memoirs and you talk to real vets and see it, but you very rarely see it in, in film. I mean, Generation mm-hmm. uh, Kill is great. But you don't see that kind of stuff. Zero Dark Thirty, great. But you don't see that kind of stuff. You know, that's why this this sets it, the bar so ahead. And it's it's horrible what happened, but it's crazy that it came out just on the cusp of the real the yeah. second round of global war and terror. You know, to comment on the editing and the cinematography, I had uh, call me stupid. That's fine. You guys do it all the time. Uh. I had no idea Ridley Scott did this until the, his name popped up at the end. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, uh, I wasn't this even makes about so that. much sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what blows my mind, when did Gladiator come out? Uh, 02, I think. Or... Oh, no. No. It was earlier than that. It was mm, around this time. Uh, zero, ought, like zero, zero. Um, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, please do. Because I'm, because what I'm blown away by is that if I'll look it up. Holy shit! Yeah, May May fifth, two thousand was when it came out. So in yeah. less than two years, he made a whole nother film that equals, if not rivals, in a completely different genre. Uh, he he filmed right. it in the same place that he filmed Gladiator. Oh, he did. Yeah, because he liked it so much. Oh, he, that would make sense. Where was that? Um, where was that? Jamie, look it up. Jamie, look it up, Jamie. Look it up, Jamie. Uh, Morocco. Morocco, yeah. Quarzaz. What the fuck says? Not even gonna not try that. Definitely had that look. You know, Malta, for, Malta, Africa. Morocco, Fort mm-hmm. Rascalsoli. Malta, yeah, it's a really small island, but like, yeah. Small. Two islands, I think, but yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's actually it's northern and southern. Okay. But um no, it's uh it's crazy that, you know, he was able to do these two crazy films. Yeah, mm-hmm. really and and and, and well, I guess I was trying to lead into that was that the cinematography was was uh very 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 good in terms of it seemed like of the time, but it stood out of the time. And then Ridley Scott's name came out and went, "Well, that's why." Well, Same way why I think Gladiator has really good cinematography and yeah, shot placement. I mean, yeah. uh, Ridley Scott always brings it when it comes to cinematography, you know, right from his the beginning of his career. But uh, this, the, it's funny though. Like with this, the look of this film reminded me of a lot of films that came after this, like Man on Fire um, and stuff like that. They have this very right. like you know high contrasty, dirty look to them. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there's 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 a certain contrast to them. I also also feel like that um, the shot placement of this era tends to follow many films of the time, and then they start becoming more like. And I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give reference to it again, but 
um, uh, like born like the born ultimatum or sorry the the born identity series that changes into a completely different type of cinematography of the same era and it's like that unfortunately seemed to take the trend of films like this and or the feel of it uh to mimic like the hurt locker and stuff very up close very jittery just weird rush well just 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 weird rough shot placement and kind of mimics between like the early days again uh of of like the rock and stuff because brian i just sat through that and the the fucking cinema the cinematographer for that is michael bay and it's it's oh early michael bay sir Hmm. or or mid michael bay whatever you want to say just bad and so it was very very good to to see this and go wow okay this is really good really good everything so yeah that's my rant on editing and cinematography, but good. No, no crazy shots, but just good, decent, really, really well done shots. That was something. Yeah, I was going to comment on it. Wasn't like as far as cinematography, I, I felt like it was just kind of more like a movie. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah, it's it's well done and he does things and stuff, but there wasn't anything like in these other films. Like, oh my god! But my one favorite shot that I'm like, fuck. The one thing you always walk away with, like, oh, I love this scene, is when uh, the first Black Hawk goes down. I think Super Six One. Because Super 6-4 is Durant's that goes down later. But when the first one goes down and you see it crash, and then it fades from, you know, like mm-hmm. real what's happening into the reconnaissance, grainy yeah. video. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's <laughs> such a good transition to pull it from the actual event to the high-level perspective of what do we do now, you know? Um, so there are some creative things like that. But uh, overall, I don't know. I feel like in the Ridley Scott category, this is the least innovative camera stuff, in, in my opinion. I feel like uh, the Centurion, or what is it, Gladiator had more like of those crazy shots, but it's kind of hard to do that with this because it's all like, city fighting and, and shooting and stuff. So you can get some cool over, you know, like, I don't know, fourth or third story shots or on the ground, but it's without drones and stuff, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like, um, and again, this is, this is what uh, obviously 90s, you know, probably when they're filming us, 99, you know, or after Gladiator, probably, so early 2000. Um, the thing is, is that I was half expecting, like, the shots that we get with his other films. Like, um, I watched the, uh, uh, what, is The Duelist? Is that, that's was that his, his new one? That's, the well, The Duelist was, like, one of his first yeah, films. Late yeah, late 70s. Yeah, but no, but didn't he just redo it with, like, no, Adam did, Driver uh... and... No, am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, no, no, no. Of? You're right. I figure it's called, um, but it's. I think it's called the duel. To the duelist. The, the the duel or whatever. Like yeah, it's a two guys. And it's, yeah, I haven't seen it. Sean saw it and said it was pretty good. Sean's friend of the channel, Sean, and uh, he uh, said it was very. You know, it's really hard to kill someone in armor. <laughs> yeah, and and, <laughs> you know, and like, I, again, it's the same kind of shot placement. Like like it's the traditional. I had to say Ridley Scott shot placement, but he has the ability to have technology now and there were some more kind of grandioso kind of style cinematography that really did make it really quite cool um so you might be thinking of the last duel is that the movie Th- that's what yeah, i'm thinking of be, yeah, yeah it yeah, just yeah, came yeah. out yeah, yeah, yeah which which i'm sorry matt damon n- no <laughs> n- no especially in a fucking mullet no n- no <laughs> some actors are meant for certain things Yes. Mm-hmm. Some are meant- I just had sex yeah. and I'm about to eat nachos. 
Anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> but no, it's yeah, it's got so many cool scenes. Um, like for the one example, like when they're um, you're getting air support in the street, and all the fucking they, they get rain and hot shells, and they're trying to pick the shit out of their fucking plate carriers and stuff. That was cool, because you know, that even happened during the Second World War. You hear about that kind of stuff, you know? It's even been done in training too. Like yep, even my grandmother at all points. Yeah, even my grandmother who. Uh, was she lived in Vienna during the war and lived through some of the really bad bombings and strafings? She even mentioned like all oh, the shell cases littering the streets after the fighters showed up. You know, it's like those little details that is just cool to see. And while I'm on the subject, the Little Bird is the coolest fucking helicopter ever. And like, yeah, they're small and they're easy to shoot down, whatever. But like, this film is just like <laughs> just makes them look so cool and how maneuverable and and just uh, <clears throat> it's just crazy. You know how those small helicopters change special operations. Compared to like you know Vietnam, we have a fucking Huey, and then or you had a little bit loaches and Nam, but they really weren't used to yeah, these I was kind of say things. Yeah. A lot of little birds in Vietnam. Yeah, but they, they were more you know reconnaissance and, and shit like that. They, they were never really used for like the skids for dropping Not off true. troops. Not true. I've never heard Not of loaches being used for dropping troops off, but these large during the Vietnam War. Let me say that pre Vietnam, yeah. they were definitely used for that. Oh, interesting. Not not like not like uh, conventional troops, like non conventional like. SF guys and like even then there's no story uh, whatever I look into that it. it's interesting there's no stories about okay well from least what I've seen but it's all like Chinooks and Hueys and shit yeah but. it's 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 definitely they were used a shitload in Vietnam and that's mm-hmm. why they still use them was well, because I know in the Grenada well not really Grenada but Panama they get a lot of use and that's something else you know that nobody ever knows about you know that we like fucking invaded Panama in the late 80s and they mention it in this movie obviously because the 82nd or without well, the 82nd the Rangers and stuff they were there you know, just like they were grenaded and stuff. So, but I know that they have those prison raids and shit where they really little birds came into their own with modern tactics. So, but it's just cool for the fucking see. You know, they're just a mm-hmm. really neat, yep. robust helicopter, and it's nice to see the them get you know screen time instead of the Huey. Huey's great too, but you know these things are bams. It was also pretty cool to see all the all of the little birds and the black hawks all together in one giant shot. Like, oh yeah, well, multiple times. So. I thought about the Apocalypse Now helicopter attack. But what's cool about this one is that this one, you know, I feel is at the exact opposite of that. Because the other one, you watch it and you're like getting hyped up for the battle and stuff. You're like, oh, oh shit, you're getting ready. Yeah. And you're going to fucking do this. We're, yeah, sit in your helmet. You're going to get your ball shot off. And this one is just like, oh, they know you're coming. So you're fucked. You know, this is like mm-hmm. just as cool, but in a different vein. And I really like that. I like how you don't like hear the noise of the helicopters. You know, like it's just all, they're coming. And they know you're coming, so. But yeah. great scene. This is yep. uh, this is an interesting movie because this movie went through uh, eighty drafts uh, before it was finally um, uh, bought to actually go into production, wow. and uh, written numerous times. Um, and uh, a lot of things were uh, left out of the script. Uh, there was ri- apparently in the original script that was they were even using while shooting this movie. There was a lot of more political stuff and more of like, you know, what are we doing this for and all that stuff. And they kind of got rid of a lot of that. Um, The uh, Grimes character um, was a much bigger role originally, but then in 1999, the actual guy that he supposed to be came out that he had raped his daughter. And uh, then they were like, fuck, we don't want that guy to be in the movie. So like, he's a completely like, um, different character. He has a different hmm. name. He's not the actual guy. They're like they wanted to completely change that. Huh. Yeah. Don't meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> crazy sometimes how, you know, what, what, what happens with stories and, you know, the real people involved. Yeah, right, you know? It's, uh, but, I, I, and like I say, I don't know a whole lot about this actual event, but I, I assume that nearly everyone in this is a real person. Yeah, well, it's funny you said it, though, Michael, because I didn't like the beginning of this movie. I felt it was just, they're showing instead of telling, and it felt repetitive and a little slow. Because the second that they leave the base on the raid, it's like, I'm hooked. I'm there. But the first 20 minutes kind of seemed a little meandering and a little bit like repetitive. Maybe they're trying to do that to be like, this is normal. This is what's going to happen, whatever. But honestly, it's probably because they didn't know what to do with the script and didn't want to get political and shit. So they didn't really know what to do. So they just it's, draw to a nice neutral line that doesn't yeah, work either way. Um, but it gets I think, there. I think, uh, it, it's difficult. Cause like there is a lot of like, there, I, there, I shouldn't say a lot. There is, uh, not a whole lot of character development. And things like that. It is, uh, and I think that uh, if I was going to say for one day of action, there's not a lot of character development. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but I like, would have guessed that. No, but it's just. It's, I mean, that. it's not. There's no way around it, really. But so it's like in the opening. That's what they're trying. <laughs> they're trying their best to like develop these characters and introduce them and all that stuff. And there's like a billion of them, so it's it's a hard task to tackle, you know, as a screenwriter, as a director, and all that. Right, but I but I will I will chime here though that. I, again, multiple times I've said this statement, I have bonded with these characters so much better than I have done with any single one of the characters from Thin Red Line. Well, yeah, that's because this movie's better. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but my, my, my point is is that I think there is, there is characters of... I, th- I think there's... I like to say it's viewership development. Mm. You, you are... You are you are developing a a tie with this character that you care for, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, yeah, there's may not be a lot of arcing character development within a story, but there's a lot of viewership development for you to care mm-hmm. that well, this, like even this guy who we, we did, you know, who calls his mm-hmm. wife and he's one of the, the Delta guys. I can't remember his name. Um, I think that's Scoop or... Was it Gordo and and shoot? I can't. Remember. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, um, but like you know, you 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 were you were you are bonding with these characters to follow them on a journey that you don't know where they're going to end up with. And I guess if I'm going to again, I'm going to compare it to Thin Red Line. Is that they don't give you the time or any time in the movie to develop that that relate the viewer to develop that relationship with the character. No, so, no. That's and why so, I say it's a difficult thing to do. Right. I, I just want to clarify that I, I hope you're not saying it for this movie, even if we're not comparing it to Thin Red Line. This mm-hmm. movie has that viewership development. Well, that, and not, that's, yeah. that's, most, that's most of Ridley Scott's movies. He's way more about the situation rather than like, you know, character studies and all that. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's good at it. So, you know, he was, it was, uh, he was the right choice for this. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is with this one is like there were so many like actual guys. Uh, it's pretty recent that were there, and the names like even for myself like I got like overwhelmed by the names of like the Rangers, the Delta guys, the pilots, and all that shit. The 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 command staff. It's like there's so many people. Like how do you actually do that in a movie? How do you actually convey that and like? build that character development. Well, they don't know their names, but like it's the facial recognition in my opinion that like, okay, we know these guys, that guy, right. You know, this guy, 
you know, and all that stuff. It's like, but there's there's so many characters in the in the film that were there and did these things that we just don't know because it's so many. They're like, oh, this is uh, PFC so and so. This is specialist so and so. This is you know sergeant so and so. And so yeah, that was a. It's a weird thing, but like I understand. I don't fault um, Scott or the writers or the producers for that, but it's just like. And the, and the colonel too. It's like the lieutenant colonel. It's like, okay, you know his face. You don't know his rank. You don't know, know like what who he who he's in charge of. Like whatever. But it's like, and it, what's funny is this is a very small operation. Like as far as these guys are concerned, they had like a hundred guys on the it's ground. Like hundred eighty, I think. But yeah, super small. Yeah, hundred eighty. Very small. Very small. But there's so many guys, and like, yeah, who do you? get the audience to fall in love with and like relate to, you know what I mean? And it's like, I relate to about four or five characters out of the probably 20 that they introduced. Um, Yeah. I think uh, originally I read that there was 68 and they had to there. Well, like they, they went from, they had everyone because I guess in the book it has everyone listed out. And they said, okay, mm-hmm. we got to condense that into something. So they condensed it into 68. And then from there, they went even smaller than that in the editing. And it's like, you, you just you just have yeah. to do that. You know, it's, it's just right. part of you it. You have to, but it's like, you, th- that's kind of the thing that like, you know, it's like, it's relatable, yes. But like, the, as far as character development, you literally cannot do that in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Because you're portraying a real scenario and you're listing real names and like people that were involved. Yeah. And trying to make people understand or help people understand rather mm-hmm. what actually fucking happened in this c- catastrophe of an operation. Mm-hmm. And you just can't do that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you know, like you, you can't do it. Oh yeah. Unless, unless you've got like, you know, 10 hours and it's, it's like a fucking documentary series. Yeah. Mini series you know? or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. Oh, so, um, uh, just, just to chime in here. I can't remember his name. I even as a teenager, I was like, "Why is the comedian I see on TV and all like the B-rated like raunchy comedy films of the mid two thousands here in a war film?" And I always thought that was like so. I can't remember his name. What's his name? You got it. Got to look it up. Uh, it's his character. Uh, shit. Mm. Yeah, you bring oh, it up. Oh, 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 oh J- uh, J- J- Jeremy Piven. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 the the pilot who dies. Yeah, yeah. which which is which, mm. but you know he mm. works though. He does. It's weird. It, it was funny. I was watching this uh, with Jamie, and she's like, "I fucking hate that guy, that actor." I'm like, <laughs> he's what? in like a new he's in like a new hair regrowing commercial right now, like, all over the place. <laughs> he's like, been going what, bald what, his what whole life. Play? <laughs> huh? a pilot, but like which pilot? The 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 uh. like the first guy. Like the first pilot. Yeah, he's yeah he's the first Blackhawk, but he's the guy saying like. Limbo is not a word. Yeah, that, that like the guy that's talking shit. Yeah, and, yeah. And they remove his body from the yeah. chopper. They cut it out with a diamond saw in the end. Yeah, that guy. That's right. it, right there. Yeah, he, oh, okay. But yeah, I, I would have never known he's he was a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in like all like, like the early two thousand like shitty fucking comedy films. But again, if you can do the fucking role, you can do it well. Who gives a fuck? I didn't exactly. have a problem. Yeah. With him. Well, no, I didn't have a problem with him either. I just, as a kid or as a teenager, I was. But yeah, like, you why is he in him? Yeah. Why yeah, is he in this yeah, movie? Yeah. This is a serious movie. Why is he in here? And well, now it's like, as well, it's, a, like, as it's, a, like it's like it's so like in our generation, like Bill Burr, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 
We all know Bill Burr. Yes. He was in Breaking Bad. Yep, yes. And yep. that threw me off too, but I loved him in that too. Yeah. But but yeah. here's the thing is he played he played a guy that was similar to his like kind of persona, but like it was believable to like that's not Bill Burr, that's this character. Yeah, right? yeah. You yeah. know? And so it's like, yeah, it, it's it's fucking amazing. So cool. I didn't know that. that. I mean, that happens a lot. But I was doing that through the first, you know, 20 minutes with everyone in this. I'm like, oh, look, there's that guy. Oh, look, there's that mm-hmm. dude. I was like, oh, look, yep. it's Jamie Lannister way before, yeah. uh, you know, Game of Thrones. Um, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, was, yeah. It, was, uh, it, was, it was a fun little game, you know, to play. But, but with that, so would you guys agree that, like, I think the acting... I'm not talking about the writing. I'm talking about the acting was actually very fucking good. Yeah, they brought all parts. They all brought it. Yeah, they were all good. Even bad accents, the acting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Well, yes, and I actually didn't notice those. So you guys, (laughs) that's new to me. And usually, usually I'm the asshole that notices that shit. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't in this. Maybe it's because I'm super now sensitive after doing this podcast (laughs) for almost a year now. Oh, I don't know for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, For some reason, uh, yeah. You called me on it like three times. I'm like talking to my mom, and I'm like, yeah, I know. And you're just like, no. (laughs) No. Right. Well, I'm an asshole, too. So that's why I was like, (laughs) I should have. I might have recognized it. I just, it may not have registered. Like, who knows? Who knows? But like, as far as I know, like, the acting, like, so, and the way they're wearing their gear, right? We're watching this right now. The way they're actually wearing their gear, the Delta guys and the Rangers and everything, it's actually fucking accurate. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and they, they, they do it the whole film. Like, it's not just like they're the ones that are most telling to me that these guys care about what they're doing and care about, or, or you know, going the extra mile is the few scenes where they fall. There's a few good mm-hmm. scenes where like they fall mm-hmm. and you could tell that like one or two of them like that, that wasn't planned. That was a curb that is now here. You know, and Dude, what do they and do? Like they kept like, it in there because that's yeah. literally how it goes. I don't care how yeah. elite you are. Mm-hmm. Rangers are elite. Mm-hmm. Delta, the, the JSOC, they're elite troops, right? Cag now. They're really good yeah. at what they do. <clears throat> they still are humans. They still fuck up. They have things happen. They'll trip over shit. They'll fall. And yes, you're correct. I like the way that like they these guys like falling over shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, it's pretty accurate because it's like, Anybody on a combat field, even SEALs, right? Because they're not... I don't know if there's any SEALs actually involved with this because JSOC is, like, everybody. Yeah, like, I, I think it was all Army, but... Yeah, but, like, dude, even SEALs fall. Like, oh, yeah. they're human beings. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can't predict, especially on a battlefield, you cannot predict the debris that's in front of you. We, you go, okay, we need to go there. Okay, cool. And then you run out, and this this little thing catches your foot, and you fucking... Eat shit, right? And it's like, yeah, that's realistic. Yes. How many times? How many realistic. times did like, you? How many times did you rip your dick off on the back of a fucking truck jumping out, Mike? A couple times. Yeah. See, a five, uh, yeah. deuce and a half or a five times. It's just too large. That's why. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's yeah. like you, you ever see the cheese got, wheel hats? Yeah. <laughs> he got caught on the fucking tailgate and it fucking hindered me from uh, landing <laughs> My own, yeah, yeah, my own yeah. joke just fucking. Uh. I know that's that's making yeah, me not uh, good. That's making my legs yeah. tight. It's so, like mate. it's so, yeah, like when Nate, you see a TNT exploded in a cartoon. That's what the end looks like after yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. 
It's like a fucking banana peel. Yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah. it's it's not great. Yeah. So Nate, uh, you want to re- retry your fucking joke or no, no, no? I I know did you it, don't. It it. That's why I know. Did you, it look. land like I landed when it fucking peeled open? And, <laughs> oh, oh God, you know? stop it! it this land? is this did is this is why this is why I riffed off you because I know you can dish it right back and then we just well, keep riffing the, until we get good. distracted I have a worst again. Ball story if we're gonna talk about that, but nope, we're not gonna talk oh, about that. We'll leave that for another time. Yeah, Meanwhile, in the Philippines. Yeah. Sign up um, for the Patreon. Yeah. It might be behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, is, this is those we, shorts we that you're talking that, about. Yeah. 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 This is what it turns yep. into CBT. <laughs> uh, I did want to, if we're talking Oof. about uh, next week on MTV Scarred. <laughs> <laughs> CBT, Mogadishu. Yeah. Oh, my God. If we are talking about gear and shit like that, though, I did want to ask, how come the uh, the Delta guys, they have completely different like headgear and all that stuff? Okay, oh, they do you know what those actually were? No, no, no. Those were literally skateboard helmets. Mm-hmm. That's like plastic. <laughs> they look like no, it. I'm so, not yeah. shitting you. I know, but they, they were look literally like it. skateboard helmets. They were crash helmets. So like, they were more focused on because they're really fast moving, as you can see in this film. Mm-hmm. They're very fast moving. Ballistically, if they're gonna get shot, they're gonna get shot. But like, they're so fast, it has to be lightweight, modular, and like, well, at that point, not modular, but like. It has to be lightweight and just protect their head against like banging into shit, right? Mm-hmm. That was the whole idea. Kind of like a tanker's helmet, you know. It's not gonna. That's what it exactly. kind of looks like, gonna... yeah. Yeah. Right, and they're, they're literally they literally had skateboard helmets. Mm-hmm. And that that That's evolved. Literally, what they what they did. Yeah. That evolved. If people know this, into the ballistic. You know, helmets like the fast, the fast helmets helmet. and stuff. Yeah, yep, yep exactly. And, and, and that's where, and, where it yep. come out of. Or the Mitch two thousands was another thing where they're trying to cut down Mitches and and things like that. And Mitch two thousand twos as well. That well, was a they thing. were trying to cut down Pazgets. Yeah, yep. but yeah, but they were like, they were like, yeah, we we can move with like, you know, we're good to go. It doesn't hinder us. And they were like, well, okay, let's make this. But it's like their helmets are plastic, yeah. ABS plastic, and. A fast helmet is Kevlar, which weighs a lot more. And so it does weigh you down. But, like, if your neck muscles are not, like, ridiculously, like, weak, you can do it. Right? Anybody in the military is going to have good neck muscles. Like, again. And so that's where the fast helmet came out of. But, like, in this, like, in 93, they were literally, like, plastic fucking helmets that they wore. They're, like, crash helmets. Hmm. And um, Interesting. Yeah, that's... They wore them to move faster and to not have extra gear, and it works. The, the Delta guys look legit as fuck in this. With their black vests yes. and everything, too. Like, for 93? You know, for 93? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. There was a lot yeah, of... Yeah. Uh, and before we were recording, me and Mike talked a little bit about this, but like even the helmets for the Rangers and stuff, there's a ton of little things going on. Like They have ties for the, um, what do you call it, uh, goggles, so they don't fly off. If you notice, a lot of them, you know, they don't give a shit and they'll be in the back of their helmets. Well, that's because they're hanging there and also there's no glare there. I mean, there's so many little things to be really looking to. The IR strobe, by the way, really fucking cool. Not a lot of people yep. that do not go into the military know about that stuff. You know, like really quick, let's go back to the let's go back to the let's go back to the uh, goggles. Mm-hmm. Do you know what model those are? M44. Yeah. Yep. They didn't update those fuckers until like a year into the G1. Yep. <laughs> Wow, they, they literally didn't like. They had the M44s. Like guys are rolling into Baghdad with the M1944 model dust goggles until like just 20 years ago. Which, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna, it was gonna be more. It was gonna be landing more, but I'm like, yeah, it is 20 years ago. Jesus Christ, that, that, I feel old. That's but, insane. Um, you know the 90s. Like, but yeah, no, it's seriously. Like, they, goggle. <laughs> ooh, 
we don't have dust to deal with, whatever. And it's like, well, the dust we do have to deal with is, you know, in Vietnam and shit, like artillery guys, I've heard, would wear those, you know, because of whatever. And it's like, well, we don't have to improve them. Nobody's complained. And, you know, to me, at least growing up in the early 2000s, you know, late 90s, like this is your classic, you know, 90s American infantryman. Desert, it you is, know, yep. DBUs with M44 goggles and a passive yep. helmet or Fritz helmet, whatever the fuck you want to call it for the time. You know, yep. um, it's like, yeah, with an A2 and ready to go. Like, this is, you know, I remember getting yep. G.I. Joe's like this when I was a kid. Oh, and dude, me just, too. Like, yep. G.I. Yeah. Joe's with that, what does uh, they call it? The chocolate chip cookie camera? Yeah. yeah. The chip pattern, yep. Yeah, that's cool what Mike because, has, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And it's interesting yep. because while we're on it, you know, so chip was developed, um, for fighting the Middle East, but it was developed in the Mojave Desert. It actually wasn't. Well, it was the seventies, but that was the idea that if, if something cooked cooked off of Israel, idea, we had to go. You know where it was? It was developed, right? That was Mojave Desert. It was out yes. west in America, yeah. And it was strictly the American desert yep. in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the problem. And so <laughs> the whole story about like why, because like I'll actually make a video on this, a short in a video, is the six color. It works. It actually does. I've seen it in real life. Like in Iraq, I saw the Iraqis wearing six color. It works to an extent. It's a little bit dark. Okay. It, it stands out. When we got to our, uh, Kuwait and Iraq in Saudi Arabia in 90 and 91, we realized, oh shit, it's a lot lighter than the Mojave Desert. It's a lot brighter colored. Like it really is. The sun is more intense. The light reflects differently. And so they came out with this three color pattern in like 91 or 92. And they started issuing that. Now, a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys that went to Somalia in 92, 93, were going to be wearing chocolate chips. This is what they had. Okay. The elite guys, like the Rangers, like we see in this film, and the Delta guys are going to be wearing the newer three color pattern because it was so new it wasn't being mass produced enough to outfit the entire military the um just to cut in that so the it's the dbdu which is the the desert battle uniform is the chocolate ship pattern and then the dcu the desert camouflage uniform is what was the new one and that came out you see some photos of the tail end of the gulf war with high-ranking officers it, it, wearing That's why I said 91, 92. Yeah, so... That's why I say that, yeah. The chip was mostly the camo of... Or 90, 95% the camo that was used in the Gulf War Desert Storm. But DCU actually was there. And do you know the, the nickname <laughs> yeah, for DCU? Was. The joke at the time? You have chocolate yeah, chips stain. and then you have... Yeah, coffee stain pattern. Coffee stain. That's what they used to call yep. it. Because it looks like a fucking coffee stain. So, yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, but it's, it's actually... Mm-hmm. It's way better than, than Six Color in oh, yeah. this environment. Like... Yep. In the Middle Eastern environment, and Somalia is the Middle East. And this is as far as the environment's concerned. Yes. Oh yeah. This is also the period of time that you get guys that would start to modify the uniforms and remove the bottom pockets and put them on the tops, and you get sop mods and things like that. You know, so it's it's very interesting for like you know gear nope. wise and shit. It's late '80s, early '90s. Oh, the brass scene. But uh, no, the gear is fucking. The, the more I watch it, the more I'm just like, wow, this is fucking. Like I think the only thing I saw that was could be wrong, and I have to make sure I saw it was there was a Prick Ten radio in it. Um, which is a very early. Yeah, Vietnam I don't know about radio. radios, but like, yeah, um, you could probably spot that more than me. Yeah, that was the only thing that I was questionable about. Um, also, that they're all on the same radio net, like every movie that we see. But obviously, that's how you move. The they're not. Along. They're not actually because um, they have to actually. Uh, 
the talk or the whatever the general basically has to call down to that fucking helicopter who is like probably the B- the battalion commander. Yeah. Um, and they're not on the same channel, or else these guys would have heard that. And so the battalion commander has. Stuff, but it could be my Mike. Mike's but. Mike's right. Yeah, it, 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 they were okay. the, the general was talking to the overall, and yeah. then the overall was talking to everyone else. So besides well, those two things, though, I there was nothing else that I was like, "What the fuck?" And also, we're on this. Holy fuck! No, no armor on your Humvee. Like no, it it no, took me. They rolled into a rack like that, you know? that too. Yeah, well, I remember that. But like again, you hear about the Battle yep. of Mogadishu and how crazy it is, and it's like, oh yeah, they did that drive with no fucking up armor. You know, like nothing. <laughs> just insane. You know, no wonder all those. It's a Jeep guys that's wider. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. And less is. reliable. It's and literally. Reliable. It's a, no, yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm laughing. Oh, it's you're diesel. Yeah, it's hundred percent. Right it's a though. Jeep that's yeah. wider with that runs on diesel. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it is. The Humvee. Every person who has never had to deal with the Humvee loves it, and I'm like. I've had to deal with them and the up-armored ones, the one, the 1115s, right? They're horseshit fucking vehicles. If you don't have a fucking plethora of people behind you with parts that can replace it in, in you know, three hours, whatever, they're, they're a piece of shit. They're a hunk of shit. <laughs> and it's like literally no they, the, the Humvee is a piece of shit I was waiting for Mike to be like yeah it sucked my little fan didn't work <laughs> I remember uh, the fans I... weren't in the regular Humvees <laughs> they were in the 1115s they did, also didn't work half the time um, <laughs> So when I worked on a military base for uh, <clears throat> a couple months uh, or for just a month and a half um, they, I, they would bring those in every time they would park them they had a pan they would put underneath it to collect the yeah. oil <laughs> literally oh, down God, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh, oh yeah that? Then I'm like does that mean there's a problem they're like no that, it just does that I'm like All yeah right. they're pieces of shit the, the problem is when it stops leaking because then there's no oil to come out of it that's <laughs> how you know you're really right. fucked if you're leaking you're yeah. good so yeah it's like a Chinook with, with, with fucking hydraulic fluid speak, when speak they flew eat. over us like it's like Okay, they're leaking fluid. Okay, that means they're good. <laughs> speaking but, of, speaking yeah. of vehicles, just real quick, Brian, did you notice that there were some Jeeps in there? Some War II Jeeps? No, I didn't actually. Um, it, we, uh, I'll I'll have to find it because I I thought you had seen it and then I was just no, it was it was back here. It was uh, uh, they're getting like ready here and it's like one shot. I'll find it. Um, but uh, yeah, they they had uh. They had like no, two. They had one. two two jeeps, but I don't know if they're post war or wartime. I saw rust buckets for damn sure. I saw like the same Volkswagen Safari bus that's been rusted out like sixteen different times. <laughs> 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 There's a bunch of different angles of it, like the front and, and the some back donkey and cart. You know, <laughs> I like the same donkey thing. cart. I love that transition. Oh no, or, no, like, I love no, I love that scene. That scene's that scene's great. It's like oh, no, you know they're just, close by. It's just yeah. But no, it's it's good. You must love all the G threes, which I also like. Yeah, there's a really good close ups of some like Setmes even because they have wood stocks. Setmes, yep, the end. correct. Yeah, yep, yeah they yep, were. yep. And yeah, they would have gotten that right shit here. from anywhere. Dude, yep. I, like when I saw the arms market, I'm like, I would buy so much stuff. Like obviously, <laughs> I would be you know taken hostage and those. You know, now that I paused it, those look like post war jeeps. But play um, Yeah, this is when they have the record. I love the recorded rifle. Well, it's only like the Chinese one. It's only like ten. Yeah, it's only like just play literally three seconds long. It's, it's, an, it's long enough, Nate, I'll be able to okay, say. Okay, okay. Yeah, you are that person, so yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a disease. 
That's the post-war Willys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the back yeah, they're of the 50s. They're three yeah. A's, or they could yeah, be a little yeah. later. So. Yeah. I saw them Rounded out of my eye, so yeah. I didn't even I, notice it. So. I saw, well, I saw those, yep. um, yeah. I saw those trucks with, like, no calves. Those, you know, those were you know. actually used by the, Israeli bought a bunch of commercial Jeeps in the late 40s, and they just put MG34s on them, like, right from the factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, South Vietnam, they bought a shit ton of factory Jeeps just like that, and they used them in their army. So it's mm. funny. Commercial Jeeps like that were actually totally used by militaries around the world. So it isn't necessarily yep. wrong. Um, right there's here. a ton of great photos of, like, South Vietnamese generals and, like, civilian red Jeeps and stuff in the late 60s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, to comment on, like, some of the crazier wounds and stuff, like, rounds going through plate carriers, you know, like, that was really horrible but cool to see, you know, like, yep. because it happens, you know, fuck it, it's... Because they don't not, stop shit. Those, yeah, it's not made those, for an AK. <laughs> like, no. Especially that close. At that point, yeah, at that point, they didn't have AR-500. It was, like, mild steel. Yep. It was heavy as fuck. Oh, good point. Yeah. The guys didn't want to carry the plates because they were stupid. And it's like, yeah, even if you do get hit with an AK or a, you know, PKM or some shit like that. You're fucked anyway. It, yeah, you're fucked. I Soviet Afghan war friend that I would say that when uh, they would always tick they'd rip the plates off or they would just not wear plate carriers and we were like, "Why?" And he goes, "Hey, you're going to get shot anyway." <laughs> like, okay. You know, hey, you know what? That's an argument. So well, the armor was much improved by them, but like, hey. Oh yeah. Now that's a crazy thing, you know. It's like, what a lot of things have changed in the last thirty years. Wow, it's been thirty years. Fuck. <laughs> you uh, did the same thing Mike been. just did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, you are that old. Look, yeah, Brian. Well, in my the head 70s, twenty years ago is still like you know nineteen ninety. Look, I know. Look, I, look, yeah, Brian. The nineties are now the seventies. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, 30 years. Well, it's good. It's cool that we're doing this stuff. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. I knew people I knew a 10th Mount Division guy. Scullabot brings you Brian's existential crisis. My my MI friend who will get on here eventually was doing other spook shit um in uh, the Mediterranean and uh he they rushed him there to find Michael Durant. He was there for a few months. He, he got some funny stories, but um that's crazy. 30 years ago. Holy fuck. And this whole sequence is great with it. They get shot down. I really mm-hmm. did like this. That's Because, you know, you... Yeah, but when your tail rotor goes out, it's not like a whoop kind of thing. It's like a, you know, it's a gradual control. You're, you're fighting the whole time. Yeah. And especially when the other one gets knocked out, too. Like, you see the tail rotor rip into it. Well, um, here's a fun thing, Brian, really quick, and then we'll get off that. Yeah. So I was in Iraq 13 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Insane. Wow. 13 years ago. Jeez. Were you an I-Corps or a second class? <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were no cores in my war, sonny. <laughs> Black boots. Let me tan, tell you. Tan boots or whatever. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, there were tan boots. But, like, it, it's like it's like 13 years ago already. Like, 13 fucking years. Insane. I got I got a fucking multi-cam plate carrier. What do you think about that? Ki- or a uh, woodland-colored plate carrier. What do you think about that, kid? Like, that's probably before your time. Well, well, I had UCP, which was even more fun. Ooh-wee. Yeah, right. Ooh-wee, yeah. But, uh, that fucking pattern, goddamn. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, and while, while we're on it and talking about acting and stuff, I really think this is Tom Sizemore's best role. I yeah. mean. I really do, too. Like, he actually did a great job. He's on it the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. From yep. you know the, the second where he tells the Air Corps guys like well, you're above you're in the air and we're on the ground it fucking sucks for us but like the whole time he owns it and I think one of my favorite scenes for him is where he's like we're going back to base and they're all fucked like you know the convoys this is halfway through well the yeah he actually he actually says 
negative, we're yeah. fucked. And like they, they go to drive away. Going, we can do it. We yeah. can do it. You know, let's just push through. That's like he, one of the, he goes. Yeah, yeah, we're fucked. Sorry. The one guy fucking no, like the fine. glass breaks and everything, and he's like, "Stay on the gas." Yep. You know, I he's love controlling that. Yeah. the whole time. <laughs> he's yep. steering. Yeah. But but when they drive away back to base, like all the men in his Humvee are dead, and there's nobody on the gun, and he's like, "We're just just drive," you know. And it was like, that's just crazy to think about. Yeah, we're you know? fucked. It's like we're, we're fucked. fucked. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just drive. Yep. Yeah, it's too bad Tom Sizemore wasn't in more yeah. stuff. Um, well, he is such a, you know, it's unfortunate history with addiction and stuff and he, yeah. he's such, yeah. like a lot of these amazing guys because I also think he's amazing in Heat holy fuck which is yeah, the same era Heat's good so yeah. yep. good in yep. that and you know SPR whatever but I don't really feel like he shines he just is like no. this strange SPR he was just kind of there he's muted he's muted in SPR to me yeah, he's cool. He's good, and he's a role, but he doesn't shine like in this. And right, yeah. And, and like meanwhile, in this, like he he's just and not even that they're one liners, but he just delivers them really well. Like at the end, he's like, "I heard you need a ride." Like all this other stuff, you know. It's like it just shows it. It's man, a morale booster. Yeah, yeah. It's a, like it, a guy who's yeah. going through a situation, who's just going to get through it, and he's just dealing with the facts of it. You know, well, not, he also plays not getting hyped like, or whatever. Just like he's a fucking BC, <laughs> so he's a battalion commander. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I that the. the <laughs> the Somalian with his fucking jacket on in like ninety degree heat, oh, yeah. oh. wearing like a winter yeah. coat. <laughs> Probably not gonna happen. They should be wearing know, a life vest. I don't know why. There were some weird extras, like yeah, that were getting killed. There was a dude in like a like in like uh like a bright neon like ski mask. There was like you see uh, that shit though. If you yeah. like look into it, like I know, uh, like it was, like, yeah, it was yeah. a guy with like a boonie hat, and, like green weird like t shirts, like and like full face mask. It, it oh, just, that guy it, had his AK site up. That's funny. His rear sight. Go back. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Did he? But you do see that kind of crazy shit in the Horn of Africa, right? Oh, now. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh see? yeah. <laughs> rear sight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guess he shooting fought in the, Shooting to the moon and that. Yeah. No, it's just a really great film, you know. And it's like I really want to build an A2 now. After watching this, oh, and the green name tapes too, that was really neat to see. Yes, you know, the, well, that was also like, well, here's the thing: is in Desert Storm they started to do like the, the like the tan name tapes, right? Mm-hmm. But until about, well, you even see it in OIF one, they still have green name tapes. Interesting, like huh. the woodland ones. Um, so yeah, that's very accurate. It's, it's like the white name tapes in Vietnam early on. You know, it's just that. Extra bit of color. Well, no, they, they got rid of those really fucking quick. Oh, yeah, but still, <laughs> just a little round. But, like, yes, you, you on frontline troops, no, you're not going to see it, but, like, mm-hmm. um, as far as this is concerned, like, again, they're wearing fucking woodland camo fucking vests. Yeah, that which was another thing in Iraq, too. You see earlier. Yes, on. my dad, my dad fucking had a uh, woodland cover on his IBA when he was there in 04 and 05. He literally wow. did. That's crazy. Yeah, so. And then they went to UCP, which is, it fixes everything, so. Uh, yeah, once it got replaced. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, thought I, lo- I love the fact that Ewan McGregor has to dodge an RPG like every five five. <laughs> yeah, dude. Also, <laughs> RPGs are a lot faster. I was, uh, that was, yes. not, no. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that is, that is the, I, I did want to comment on that, and I feel we're saving for the weapons part a little bit more, but, but yeah, like. Yeah, it wasn't. Been... It was. It wasn't hyena road. Someone tossed a nerf football down a road. Levels of slow, but it was like you they're know. leaving yeah, these. It's, well, it was. It was for the cinematic effect. Yeah, they're leaving these big so, plumes okay. of smoke. Yeah, it's uh, right. Yeah. And well, they do. They leave trails, but like um, 
so the guy gets hit in and he gets stuck in him, right? I don't oh, know if yeah. that was true or not, but like that can happen. That's actually that it's happen. actually feasible because yeah. the armor, quote unquote, on the uh, deuce and a half that he was driving probably would would not have been enough to set off the fucking impact to like set off the shape charge. It's like sixteen gauge steel. Oh yeah, you know, fucking yeah. Even it's a plate like, carrier would like, set it off. It's not. It's too mild of a steam. Well, it, but, it, but it depends. Like sometimes it does. A lot of times it does. Sure, but like it's, it's not out of the. It's not. It's not. It's not impossible for that rock, that whole rocket, to have gone through him. Yeah. So, I I have a I have a question for you, Mike. Probably because you've seen them in in real life. Obviously, impacts of RPGs were they did they seem accurate or were they Michael Bay? I've heard them. I've never seen them. Okay. Um, again. Whether you, whether you saw them in training or whatnot, I just assumed you'd have a more... No, no, I've actually never seen one go off. I've yeah. heard them go off, mm-hmm. but I've never seen one. Um, but, like, the ones that I've heard go off sound like really, really, really fucking big grenades. See, right there, that one that went by, we're at the, the scene of right. the first helicopter. There was an RPG that goes by. That one was fast. So... Just you know, well, they're, they're like they're like they're like lightning speed. Like you, you can't fucking see them. Okay, it's like just, a bullet. They're really again. Okay, well, it depends. So, on, so, again, that depends on how far far you are. Away. Right. Like, that right, one yeah. is like within a hundred yards. It's gonna be really fucking fast. Um, okay. Don't they? Uh, don't they self destruct if they don't hit anything in like a? There's a range. I think there is. I think there's a range. Yeah. Well, it's all. Well, no, I, I, I've never heard that. Okay. Um, there's some ordinance like that. There's some ordinance. I think the more modern know. RPGs do, but not maybe okay. not back in the day. Yeah, the rockets they would have is like they're unreliable. They're old. They've been stored not so well, probably. A lot of times the propellants and, don't work. Yeah, because right. you got to screw together. Um, and just while we're on it, oh, yeah. Oh, god damn that scene. So yeah. yep. it's it's it, it happened. It was real. It was the guy's name yep. was Richard yep. Kowalski. Yep. Uh, his nickname was Alphabet because the guys didn't want to say his long last name. Of course, um, ski. We call the guy, uh, Polish guys ski. And he, yeah, anyone yeah. with the Polish last he, name is Alphabet. Yep. He he was 20 yep. years old. Uh, he was a ranger, and he was one of the 18 casualties of the Battle of Mogadishu. And he did. Uh, he was killed by an RPG that was fired through the cabin of a five-ton truck he was driving, which was part of the main ground convoy, severing his left arm and getting lodged in his torso. So that 100 percent actually. And they did, did show happen. his left arm. Well, that's what I say. It's not, it's not yeah. impossible, but it's like that's yeah. a fucked up way to go. Yeah. Oh At least it's quick. God. And then, kind of, well, hopefully, in your torso. God will. When, when your whole bodily cavity is ripped open like that, it, it doesn't take long. You're you know, still like, you're still alive for a bit, dude. Seconds, but I know I know what you mean. But it's no, it's it's, it's minutes. It's not seconds. It's minutes. Well, you know, it's it's not it's not a quick death. It's just you're sitting there. You can barely. You can't move. There's oh, no God. quick death in nature. I'll just say that. Yeah, there so, is a headshot. Oh, I mean, in nature, like fucking pre-guns, you know, everything is. Oh, brutal. okay, pre-guns, pre-guns. Well, it's like um, not know, to get off get... at a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> no, like the quickest, quick, quickest death is like your entire, like a good chunk of your brain is like done. Oh yeah, and that can happen like if you a tree falls on you or some shit. Like, Don't that can stop. Happen. Believe it. <laughs> What, what was it? The Sopranos reference? Yes, there okay. you go. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, I, I didn't know you were going to stoop that fucking low. <laughs> but, like, okay, I, I was just like, well, but it's Nate, so, so I'll just yeah. guess it. Yeah, speaking, yeah okay. speaking of tripping, that one scene where the guy walks out through the door and the fucking dude shoots the other guy. Yep, like, right fucking, there. Yeah. 
you know, fucking crazy. But that's what happens in combat, you know? It's, you almost shoot each other. Dude, ridiculous shit happens. You notice the kid's wearing a fucking LC2 setup? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Where'd he get that from? Yeah, what do you, yeah, right? Yeah. You know? But it's, you know, again, again we, had, we had no business being there, and we, I guess the guys didn't know that, but, like, it's your mission. And it just pissed me off, because, like, I, again, I know a guy who was a Marine there, and he actually has a combat action ribbon from being in Somalia, because mm-hmm. when this shit kicked off, it got worse, yeah. and then they pulled him out. Mm-hmm. And so, well, yeah. yeah, it was just like... A lot of people say that the reason that, yeah, you can get political, but, you know, the reason we pulled out was the reason that 9-11 happened. You know, I mean, it's... No, it's not. It's it's just, it's just, if you're going to go somewhere and do something like that, follow through. They never got the general. Yeah. They never it was, did. It was all half measures at the end well, of the day, unfortunately. That's one thing that I liked about this, though, was that the yeah. objective just completely just fell to the wayside. And all it was about was staying alive. That's just, yep. yeah, just you know, uh, just, just survive. Let's just, let's just survive this. I have that's, my orders. Mm-hmm. I must follow my orders. That Do not give me an order. It wasn't anything like that. Sequence no. of Tom Sizemore right. getting fucked, his convoy getting royally fucked in the ass mm-hmm. was one hour long. That yep. was it. Like, fuck, it's insane, you know? Well, it's, like, I, I, I loved how know? they had this insane. in real time and they had the times, yeah. like, popping up. And yeah. when, that, when that happened, I was just like, fuck, that was only an hour? Like, I mean, it yeah. seems like a yeah. lifetime of things happened, you know? Yeah. Right, and that's the thing. is like. Combat can either it can either be really slow or really fast, and in this case, you're literally in the worst possible fucking scenario you could possibly be in. We we I guess the military learned something from this, but they also didn't because we repeated a lot of this shit in the early days of Iraq and Afghanistan. Like we did the same the shit, body. like running Ramadi, fucking uh, fucking Fallujah, fucking. Running convoys through fucking towns. Urban warfare is the absolute fucking worst. Didn't we learn that in Stalingrad? No, we didn't because we're going to do it better. Or Aachen, her way. <laughs> right. No, I mean, you you name it, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying for the viewers, like the most notable ones. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, we could do it better. It's like, no, you fucking can't. It, it sucks. I don't give a shit if you guys are wearing full fucking body armor. That small arms fire is it's impenetrable. They'll be like, oh well, we'll just plant more IEDs that can punch through that. You know, like it's it's urban warfare is fucking terrible. And then also you can't move in the body armor, which is fun. But th- th- this scenario that they were in is literally the worst fucking scenario you can be in. And it it you know all comes down to bodies. That's all it is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that's gonna help you take that house except for men. Or, you know, that, that's it. And that's why it's right. just horrendous. And you've got better equipment, sure. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're more well-trained, I guess. Yes, you are, very. But this this movie proves that, like... Because these guys are rangers, right? They're an elite force in the United States military. They got fucking destroyed yeah. in this. Yep. They did also get their shit pushed in in Grenada, <laughs> by the way. If, if you read into that, the Cubans fucked them up. But, uh, right, but well, it wasn't to, to the scale that yeah. they. It was. It was. Yeah. Sure. It was. It, it's like 
you know, in Afghanistan, they, they kind of learned a lot more about combat. And they also took a shitload of casualties. A lot of very um, early but, battles. Yeah. So like, this, but what I'm saying is like, this is America's quote unquote elite fighting force. Right. And if some militia guys that have an AK with a couple of fucking mags, no training and just the will to kill can fuck up us army Rangers like this in Mogadishu in 93, how the fuck do we think it's going to be any different nowadays? Yeah. You know what I mean? With like the it's advent like, of drones and shit. Oh, fuck. Well, drones, that's... that's that's yeah. I, That's a different conversation. But these like, videos coming out of the Ukraine are just insane. Fucking... It's every not inch good. Of, of every space around you is now a threat. I mean, imagine if they yeah, had that kind of good. shit in this battle. Fucking some dude with a $200 drone dropping a mortar around on you. Because you watched the building you went to. Yeah, or the fine. U.S. You're the fine. U.S. would have had them too. Like, oh, everybody, yeah. yeah like, I, you know, uh, that that really uh, that that really um, uh, became uh, like one of the main things I noticed in that movie. Uh, what Mosul? Uh, oh, Mosul. Yeah, Mosul. Yeah, mm-hmm. was those those moments? I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! That's the scariest thing. Well, because the, they did a really good job of it in Mosul, and they you hear a lot about it when you watch footage. Yeah, um, you know, from yep. the battles and stuff. But the car bombs are the worst. That's where everybody yells, car bomb, car bomb, like on the whole fucking net because you don't know where they're going to go and you have, just have to put as many fucking rounds into it to get that guy to fucking die. That's the only thing that's going to stop that fucking car, you know, and that's one thing I'll never forget. Like, watch any of the Vice documentaries where they're embedded with these Kepeshmerger guys and it's all like, fucking, we got a vehicle, you know? Even like these little fobs that there's nothing around them. It's like a fucking truck coming out of nowhere. Well, like, the, that's the shit that, that they, learn, they learn how to do to us in, you know, like Iraq and Afghanistan, mm-hmm. mostly Iraq is they would roll up in a fucking vehicle and they would have that thing completely loaded. Like with like an insane amount of C4, 152 rounds. Low suspension. Fucking to rockets. The, yeah, low suspension to the gills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And like they would be riding, you know, and they're like, look out for this shit. And several times when I was over there, it, it fucking happened. And it was like, we don't know how this happened. I'm like, okay, that's great. A bunch of debt, debt cord just went missing from our fucking stockpiles. Mm. And we were supposed to look for that. But like, oh, a fucking V-bid just went off. Weird. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, back to the gear. Yes. So having your gear tied down as an infantryman, right? Even if you're not a ranger or whatever, that's a really important thing because these guys show that. Like, if you don't have your gear tied down, it's going to fall off. You're going to lose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and everything and too like the goggles and all that stupid shit like especially because they <laughs> no, repel that's, the, that's what I mean like yeah. everything should be you can't teens should be tied to your fucking equipment mm-hmm. yep everything and so they, they, they do it pretty well in this film that that part was painful right there I mean there's a lot of real painful things in this but when he's shooting the, the machine gun yeah. right next to his head I'm just like yep, oh the saw. my god I was at yes. uh, Gap there's this reenactment he used to do once, and we were falling back. We were Germans, and this guy, I'm like halfway running across the road, and this guy kind of was a dick. He throws an MG42 on my shoulder. Oh, and he oh, does God that thing. Damn it. Yeah. yeah, he did that thing, and I still don't have a lot of good hearing in my left ear. <laughs> like, because fucking, of that, Jesus. that was 20 years. It was 15 years ago, or whatever. And that's blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's that's half the cyclic rate, or half full? the. Actual well, it's, about, it's it's about a third of the volume yeah. as a fucking live round, and it's like. Yeah, and I, I do like even before that happens though, because that guy is just you know, 
shooting that M60 yeah, for a long time. I can time. barely hear. And he's like, I can barely hear. And it's like, I can only, I mean, I can only imagine what it's like for guys who have to just carry those things and shoot them all the time. Well, yeah, Ear Pro was not a big, it wasn't a thing at this time. Right. Like, it wasn't like, where are your fucking ear protection? There was always one or two. Like, it's your second world war. You hear some guys that would try to do it with cotton or anything, which doesn't work. I mean, you know, people it have doesn't. tried to improvise at points, but yeah, there's nothing generally. Until 3M made it, fixed everybody's problem, you know? <laughs> <laughs> with the high quality earplugs they provided for uh, exactly military personnel. So, did you this serve in the military between years? Blah, blah, so, blah, blah. am I wrong, or is this doctor fucking the guy from Modern Family? You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Oh my doctor. god, because yeah, Jamie yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, that was too fucking funny. Because like you know, the, he's like the Delta doctor and stuff. And I'm just like, in 20 years from now, you're fucking on like a really popular sitcom. Like, you know, that, like, everybody knows you for a different role. So it's just, maybe this is his origin story. You know, like, fucking, hey, it was at Mogadishu. <laughs> but I saw yeah, that. Dude, no, so, real re- yeah. speak, though, really quick. If you got one Blackhawk that goes down, that's a really huge problem. Oh, yeah. If oh, you yeah. got two Blackhawks that go down, that's a catastrophe. Particularly at this point, the Blackhawk was a brand new vehicle, wasn't it? Um, It was in the Relatively. 70s, late 70s. Yeah. Well, in, well but, how, um, how about how about heavily sought after with what the fuck it was? Well, right? no, it's like a stealth when they blew up in uh, a Badabad. You know, it's it's a little or different. no, maybe I'm confusing it with fucking um, Osama's Osama's. Yes, yeah, those are those are the stealth Blackhawks that yeah. were covered in certain materials that they they crashed the one and then they blew it up, but then the tail rotor existed and they sold it to China for like billions of dollars because they yeah. stole the, the the technology. What's interesting yeah. though, um, yeah. so. In the early 2000s, there was a group of um, American military historians in the U.S. government that went over to Somalia to try to look for relics of the battle. And they found shit. I believe where Super 6-4, where Durant's helicopter went down, um, the way it crashed, it was like in a way that the tail rotor came off and like went behind a wall. And it was fucking still there when these guys went. And they went to another part of it uh, where the, the other helicopter was shot down and was scrapped. And before they scrapped it, they took the miniguns and threw it over a wall. So long story short, they recovered the miniguns from one of the helicopters in the tail rotor section from another one. And it's now at the, uh, what do you call it, the, um, the Joint Special Operations Museum at Fort, uh, right outside of Fort Bragg in uh, Fayetteville. And it's fucking insane. It's the first thing you see when you walk through. It's like a shot up technical and then parts of Super 6-1 and Super 6-4. And it's like, holy shit. And they have the photo. They have an exhibit of just how they found it too, like grass growing up and shit. So it's crazy that this stuff was just forgotten. So I don't think Nate, that was the real reason they were really worried about it. Like it was, you know, being stolen technology. It was just fucking. Mm-hmm. You got troops on the ground that you got to rescue. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's well, why was I all, asked because I, was, I know I what, you, I know what you're getting yeah. at is like it was a new technology. Like it was a good helicopter. Yeah, and yeah. it was expensive. Yeah, and that thing was taken down by a fucking RPG. There's your, there, this is the yeah. guy I'm talking about, by the way, in the window. He throws a grenade at him. That, okay, that okay. shit, in real life, that was probably a 40 millimeter that went through the window. Yeah. That they yeah. shot there through. There are a plane. little, Which there, is, are, there are like one or two things in this film I go, oh, come on. But that's it. Yeah, the, there grenade, are some bad the hand grenade thing. Yeah, yeah, there are the some The hand grenade screen. thing. Yeah. There, no the, good. The, the CG has held up almost, but there are some CG shots that do not quite work yeah. anymore. But, you know, so 4K. There, it was funny because, like, there's a bunch of guys carrying 203s on their M16s, right? Or their M4s. There's only that one scene where um, Ewan McGregor, like, goes out and shoots that vehicle. 
while he's standing out in the fucking oh, and he, and he, oh, and he, he rushes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, as, that, as Sean that, and that, I that, call that, that's a heck and miss. So that's 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 not what you're gonna do. Like if you're if you're shooting a fucking forty millimeter, you're not gonna be exposing yourself because like then they know. Well, oh, even the Delta guy yells at him. He's like, "What the fuck?" So I agree with right. you. But yeah. maybe, maybe maybe it happened. I don't know. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But like it's. But also. That's the only two fucking 40 millimeter scenes you see in the entire fucking film. Yeah. From what I can remember. It's like, these guys have 203s. So that, that scene that we just watched where he apparently fucking Godspeed hurls the fucking hand grenade 150 fucking yards. Tom Brady's it. Hey, Hank yeah, Aaron like getting into a window. And gets it right in there. Bullshit. That was somebody that they said, oh, you have a 203? Fucking that window right there. Mm-hmm. Thunk. Boom. Okay, threats down. Let's move. Because that's how it works. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you can't throw a fucking hand grenade that. Hand grenades are very heavy. Like, they're actually really heavy. Like, you can't throw them with that precision for that distance. You you can't do it. Yeah, they're chunks of metal. They're also metal, really right? awkward. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're like the size of a big baseball. Not quite a softball, but like they're a big baseball. And... The accuracy, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, that, yeah, that's bullshit. So, in real life, they probably, if that scene would have happened, they would have been like, you, 203, load HE, fucking that window there, thunk, bam, done. Not, oh, I'm going to go up there in a heroic fucking, you know, cinematic fucking kind of way and go, um, so. There was one thing early in the movie that I noticed where I was like, oof, and that was uh, a Humvee is driving up and it has a 50 cal on it and the barrel is like flapping up and down because it's, yeah, it's a rubber it's, prop. It's a yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, when those opening credits rolled and I saw a Dishka, I was taking bets whether or not it would be real or not. Mm. <laughs> if it was another 50 cal mock-up. Was know. it? I couldn't tell. I There's couldn't a- tell. I, I, I'm wondering if IMFDB's got some good... We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we should probably go there. Well, we'll to talk about one more thing, and we can move into that. But, yep. So Gordo and Sharp's last stand. Thank you. I was Holy about shit. to say that's, you know? that's I want to talk that's, about that. Yeah. That's 100 real in every way, shape, and form. It's and fucking guys, brutal. Just, well, they they knew their job, and that's what you do. I mean, you know, you, you, sometimes you just have to accept the situation, and you get into it. And fucking, if you re, if you meet real snake eaters, all they want to do is eat snakes. You know, like real hardcore special forces guys. So fucking. Opportunities like that don't exist a lot in in your careers, to be honest. And and I did like, I did well, like the way that like yeah. these guys integrated with like the Rangers, who they they, I mean like it, we give shit, you know, or not we. I'm not a Ranger or anything like that, but like um, guys give shit to each other like based on like your quote unquote status in the military, right? But when it comes to combat, everybody's fucking doing their thing, right? And I like the way that this film portrayed how it actually was, where. Delta guys, who you're like, oh, God, they're fucking JSOC guys. We're working with Rangers, right? And they were just working with them, and, like, bam, everybody knew what was going on, and it was, like, it was none of that shit in the film. Like, there's not even, like, a, a snarky one-liner, and I, I really did it, appreciate that. There is a little bit in the beginning. They're, like, Deltas and Rangers, and they're at the base. Right, in the but, beginning, but, like, it's yeah. when, you're, when you're actually doing your shit, it's, like, there's none of that. In and my opinion. Everybody's just, like, let's do it. This movie starts once they leave the base, you know, like the, the 20 minutes is whatever. Yeah. But once they leave, it's like fucking, yeah, no, it's exactly what it would be. And it's funny, again, you know, great cast, Tom Hardy, you see his face 
Like, there's not a lot of films where you just fucking see his whole face. So that was interesting. This is one of his first early roles, too. Yeah. This, and then he was in Band of Brothers the same year. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, fucking all these dudes, you mm-hmm. know, ended up in, in And they actually too, so. move, like, the guys well, move. Well, the right? actors, yeah. um, I read that the actors took a two-week uh, ranger training course. Uh, mm-hmm. all, they, all, they all participated in it. It's funny because it's modern, so it's like, it's, I don't see any problem with the gunplay. It's not like low ready carry because low ready carry was the thing. Isn't know, that or, guy like, the main kid in the Sandlot? Holy fuck, sure. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was watching Holy it. Holy shit. Like, that's small. small? That's, why, <laughs> that's why he was bothering me the whole movie. You're absolutely 100% right. I'm yeah, it's small. So, yeah. That sergeant that gets shot early on, the first KIA, isn't mm-hmm. he in Band of Brothers 2? I feel like he's the um, grease gun guy that gets wounded on the no, C forty seven. No, no, no. I'm not. No, okay. that's no, that's not Cobb. I didn't get well, enough yeah. of his face though to like really make the correlation. I've yeah, seen him before reason. too. I think he's been in other movies, but he hasn't been that. Okay, yeah. Um, let me look up. Uh, I'm curious about that. I do love. I do love the relationship between Tom Hardy's character and I'm sorry. I call him the Scottish guy because he's right. he's actually Scottish. Yeah, I can't remember his body. name. Yeah, uh, I can't he's remember. great. Yeah, he's a sexy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's in other war movies, I think, too. I'm trying to remember what. I, I just uh, pulled up the cast of this movie. It's like a fucking, you know, columns of <laughs> names. It's insane. So many people you know? in this, yeah. And it's not just, like, well-known people. It's well-known people that are good at acting. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing yep. falls flat. Or at least the way it's cut, everybody gets their time to shine. Nice yeah. dead air there. That's, that's Sorry, I, I think we're all looking at. Shit. Oh yeah, we're watching it. Yeah, my bad. yeah. We can just cut that no. out, Nate. Can you cut that out? Goddamn snippy, snippy. wisdom. <laughs> no, I might just hold it in now, just to make it really awkward. Well, yeah. Yeah. but um, oh yeah. So should we go to IMFTV? I'm down. We shall. Uh, yeah. All right, penis. Are you we know. gonna actually like go to IMFTV, or are you just gonna sit here and? And then you want to watch the movie. We're going to watch the movie now. We're going to stay here. We've watched the fucking movie. No, 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 no. You're watching it. That's the, you know. Just watch the movie with no sound. <laughs> More dead air. But they stop bitching about it now because it's his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like. So he's not going to bitch. Uh, the 203 scene. The yep. one 203 scene we get out of the entire fucking Oof. film. First one's a heckin' miss. Boom. And also, they don't recoil that much. He's not going to recoil up and back. Another no. one. <laughs> they don't fucking... A 203 is like... Tunk! It's like shooting a fucking really large paintball gun. <laughs> that's what it feels like. That's one way to put it. No, seriously. like That's what it feels like when you shoot it. It's like a large paintball gun. It doesn't <laughs> recoil. It's just kind of a... Thunk! Yeah, very weird. So now right. we are on IMFDB. Mm-hmm. There actually is one for this movie. Who would I guess? Um, <laughs> cult model 727. Interesting. So that's like pre-M4? Or is that the actual nomenclature for the M4? I think that was the pre-M4 because they didn't, they didn't have the M4. Well, I don't want to speak because, yeah. Well, cause I don't know. There's the M4 and the M4A1. You know, it was a bit... One's full and one's but, not. But, but. The, the army got the M4 idea after this, if I'm not mistaken. And they're like, oh, well, if you shoot everybody a carbine, it's just so the effective. A2s are Yeah, the A2s are kind of long. 
if you really think about it, for these They're applications. Not. You can you can getting in and out of helicopters, but yeah. you can fucking make do with it. Like oh yeah, so many good shots, and the camouflage ones are great too. Yep, yeah. rattle can. That's fucking Ooh. old school, uh, you know, surefires and shit. Yeah, so these are the fucking the, so, the really short ones. So the so, the the, the seven three three, by the way. To give a shout out to a friend of ours we've had on here, uh, Henry from Nine Hole Reviews. He has a really really good video about um, he built a an, a what do you call it seven two seven or a an M four that was just like uh, the one that Gordo uses. I was gonna um, I was gonna reference this, that film. If you didn't, yeah. And it's really yep. – he's a, I really highly recommend if you guys enjoy this just to go over there and watch it because he does a really good job of talking about it and how actually the film influenced his military career, you know, and getting into the whole everything. But, no, it's – yeah, he does a really good job of going into the actual history of, of their build and, you know, the, the 1990s weapons modifying the community within the special operations. He groups, still needs so. to close his fucking dust cover. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Steel's like one of those characters you, you think is going to be a dick and then like just pulls through in the end. He's still a dick. He's he's a bad. He's not a good CO. True, but he in a, in a pinch he knows what he's doing. Yeah, those like cans that are the size of the fucking mm-hmm. rifle itself. Like, yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. They're great. But that, that yeah, that's pretty accurate. That yeah, that whole sequence in the one where Durant has the MP5 that was very cool. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask, can you effectively one-hand that, yes or no? No. No. Okay, no. there you go. There's my answer. <laughs> That's cool, though. It's cool, but it's one-handed On sub. Semi, it's a one-handed yes. sub-gun fully automatic. My mm-hmm. my life right. was questioned no. in that moment. On semi, yes. On auto, no. Um. So we have the M4. M4. Oh, interesting. Is it wrong? It is. Scroll up. No, it's an M4. It's a 14 and a half inch. It's just not like the uh, the fucking one with the... Uh, <clears throat> well, that is the one with the rails, but not the Knight's Armament. Like, that's an M4. Hmm. So. Entered service in 94. Didn't know that. Yep. Because it was after this that they were like, oh, it's very yeah. effective. Hmm. So. This is my safety. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. Some of the some of the writing, not a lot of it. Yeah, some of the writing was. I think. I mean, like kind of like what Brian said in the beginning. It's like that. Yeah. Kind of bad. Although the military Mm -hmm. banter back and forth was nowhere near as bad as as Hurt Locker. So there you go. Yeah. Right. Legit. The M sixteen A two. I think old A two. That's a fantastic uh, version of the AR. Oh yeah. In general. I still have an affinity for the A1, just just cause. But the A2 is amazing. Was was the A2 the first um, stages of Iraq? Were they using yes. that? Okay, yep. I thought yep. so. Yeah, that's like oh six oh seven. Was when they really started to get phased no, out. No, it's 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 oh four. Yeah, uh, yeah. If oh, I remember no. correctly, it's the first like one to two years they start swabbing them out mm-hmm. with other stuff with more updated. Yep. It, it, it might have been A2s, but they up, they were updating them or something. It was something. No, they're, they're, well, they had the A3, which is the Navy's version, which uh. is like it's 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 a uh, it's an A2 with a flat top, but it's full auto instead of burst. Okay, that's what the I, A4 that's was what I burst with a flat top and the rail system and all that shit. So you still got a fun switch on A2. Yeah, the Mogadishu Mile burst. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, is it? Right, oh, that's right. The A2's burst. 
Yeah, the Mogadishu Mile is why they made us do a bunch of shit in basic that... Yeah. Well, there's still training courses called the Mogadishu Mile, if I remember correctly. Well, that was one one of our last things that we had to do to, like, get the crossed rifles was patterned after that. And it was literally one of the most physically strenuous things I've done in my entire fucking life. It was insane. But, yeah. You know, so that one scene where uh, the Delta guy is yelling at, um, you know, the, the captain. He's like, you got to move. Your men have to be faster, <laughs> you know. And it, it comes down to your gear and your training. <laughs> and a Delta, even the Ranger guys are fucking hardcore, don't get me wrong. Delta guys just has that edge. M14. It was cool to see. Yep. And they can be effective, even today. They should have adopted a fucking FAL or G3, but hey. That's a whole political conversation, but I totally agree. We fucked that one up. Yep. The A1. Interesting. Didn't see that. Yep, there we go. I didn't see it either. Oh, yeah. Well, on the, the on, the, on the fucking TV screen, Jesus Christ, and the jerk, like, we're going to put that <laughs> on IMFDB. <laughs> they do that. Jesus. They do that, yeah. They'll, they'll have a... Where's all the TV? Movies yes. within movies, they'll do that. There's also not a fucking A1 that's a fucking X-16E1, so, with the flash hider, yeah, just go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> the jerk. Yeah. Steve Martin's All right, person. so the HKG3A3. Ooh, those are cool. Yep, I love mine. It, it's just so, it's okay. Mine's okay. <laughs> just okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping Mike. I was hoping Mike would rebuttal. <laughs> I like both of them, but like the yeah. G three has grown on me a lot more because it's a lot more reliable and cold. That I mean, that is a big thing. That is a. Yeah, I'm aware, but it did not function. It fucking literally would fire one round and would not cycle. Yeah. Nope, you cannot. Not to my not to my knowledge, but like, the G three fired. Yep. Yeah. If you're a weak little bitch. Norenko Type 56. Yeah. Those are going to be seen everywhere. Oh, oh, they're really going hard on this one. Like, that blurry ass like fucking picture like okay, the Type Fifty Six was there in Somalia. Yep. Okay. Okay. It was there. Hmm. Fifty Six One. What kind of blurry ass picture do they give us on IMDb now? Oh, you can tell. That's not. That's not definitive. Like that can be a fucking no. You just want to put the Type Fifty Six in there. That is yes, correct. That shot is, and. That's still not a definitive shot. That is. Nor, n- no, it's not. Why wouldn't that be? You can't see the globe sight, the globe front sight. Yep. That is. 
Yep, that's a type 56. Nope. And that is also not definitive. Hmm. Just because the it, it's the actual picture itself. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like it, it's it's whatever. <sighs> AKS seventy four U. Yeah. But it's like, why would you use a five four five when literally all you have around you is seven six two three nine? Oh, because you're because you're it looks elite. cool. Yeah. It's a unique character thing. Yep. The SVD. Okay. So the SVD. Okay. Scroll yeah, down. That's like Daniel. <laughs> Where is it? It's in the back right shoulder. Left on the shoulder. left side. So I said scroll down. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. H. Christ. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Nice. You're not going to come out. We should have like an internet movie fucking sunglasses <laughs> database. Like, oh, is Oakley's so like, exist until <laughs> when the film took place? That's funny. <laughs> well, actually, those are Oakley's. Yeah, I, I did yeah. not even notice that. Nice. All right. Go down. Oh, machine guns. Yeah, the M60. Yep. I think this is the last um, hoorah for the M60 and not any specialized forms. Well, like, yeah, ex- exclusively, yeah, because the 240 was, I think, adopted in, like, 96 or 98. Yeah, so I think this is really the last war that was, you know, 30 years after it was adopted. Yep. I love seeing that thing in Good movies. machine gun, man. The pig, the blanks. Yep. I love the blanks. Yep, the blanks are yeah. Beautiful. You just can't get around that in movies, you know. If you have a and they have the fucking uh, so in that one they've got the crimp blanks, and then that one they've got the fucking pointy tip blanks. They got uh, yeah. yep, yeah. the actual ones that work better because they cycle better. Yeah. Although those have pointy, those are the pointy tip blanks with the crimps at least. No, 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 those are crimped. Yeah, no, I, yeah. no, no, no. I, I'm not arguing with that. I'm, I'm saying that. The blanks, those are the longer tip blanks. Those do feed better than no, they standard. <sighs> they don't, man. Like, I'm telling you. Okay. Like, I, I'm, any kind of crimp blanks, I'm not, just, they suck. I'm not saying they're good. They just feed better with the longer tip of the blank because if you have the standard blanks with my... I'm not comparing it to the military Nate, stuff, but with the reenacting Nate. stuff when you have the short no, ones. No, 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 no. Because the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah that's that's what it's, I'm just trying to say. And you're going, no, no, no. I, I, Army I, under, I get it. I totally understand. They probably do suck ass. I'm just I saying. was just gonna make an analogy, but I don't wanna nuke the podcast. So Oh what? You oh wait, you don't you It don't was wanna... the Olymp- the Olympics one. The Olympics one. Oh, oh, oh. that you know. Yeah. Oh, so yes, I'm not gonna yes, I'm not gonna do yes, that here. Yes, yep, okay. Yep, yep. Okay. Um but yeah, no, it's yeah, I know I've, it just it's blanks in general just suck in guns that are made to fire like live rounds. Was it Chris really was tough. it Chris that just said Blank suck ass. Yeah, because like, like blatantly, he's just like blank suck ass, and I think they did. They, they, yeah. they do. It's like the only malfunctions I've had on like machine guns were with blanks. Mm-hmm. I can uh, I can mm-hmm. only imagine for movie armorers what it's like to have to just do repeated shots of people using them all the time. You know. Yeah, it, I can only imagine fucking... trying to clear a shell rupture when you're like got some fucking big wig up your ass. Right, yeah. like try to get the fucking. The thing in there, and yeah, the it's a funny note about the dogs in that photo. Apparently, mm-hmm. they, they, a bunch of uh, right. pro- the crew adopted dogs that were strays oh. getting into the shots. That's funny. Oh, mm. wow, it's a lot of the 60s right there. Yeah, legit. Nice with the pintles on them. Yeah, Jesus. that's rare. Nice, very nice. That nice. The mini yeah, the me. mini me or AKA the two four nine. There, so the round magazine. 
That was fucking cool. Yeah, that was that was a very early thing that mm-hmm. proved to not work well. And that's you what see like, him in the golf, and then you see him there. Right. And the, they're like, uh, these things are... Poo-poo. Also, they weren't, they weren't expendable. Like, they were reusable, and they're like, well, we have to spend a, this much money to reload them? Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah, the square fucking charging handle. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know that very well. It's called the death machine. Yep. What is, what is with this? I don't know. That was a that was a weird thing, because yeah, it's not how the handguard looks no. on the early saws. It looks like all. it looks like someone like glued stippled the whole thing. Yeah, like grip yep. paper with it just so they could grab. Yep. It might be a field thing, but uh, I don't know. That's but, weird. No, but no, like even yeah, it's just yeah. weird. The, it just doesn't make sense. So the Browning M2 HP. This is like every fucking movie we review. <laughs> <laughs> the M2. I know, like right? The M2 is just at everything. Hell yeah. It sounded good, too. But I think instead of just talking about the M2, we need to see if it's fake or not in any of these shots. So yep. let's take it's, a look. They sounded good. That, that photo yeah, right charge- there, the second photo is the one where it's bouncing up and down. Okay. That well, right yeah, there. that's that's got to be a rubber one, yeah. yeah. Cue it. Looks longer than it should be, too. No, it's it's, it's Actually, good. rubber prop. <laughs> this is... Uh, the length, the length is fine. Like uh, that shot was cool because right. you could do see... not make this a fucking short, Nate. By the way, <laughs> that shot was cool right there because you could see the bolt inside <laughs> it moving back and forth. Yeah, when it was shooting with the detached right. Yeah, I didn't even think about it till you said. No, I might. Yeah. yeah. No, Nate. If you do that, I will fucking I will <laughs> your soul. <laughs> you know this. That's oh, wait, a short in itself. We're too. on a podcast. Never mind. Okay. All right. Live. <laughs> you you could choose from Cheese City, Wisconsin. But yes, the bolt reciprocating back and forth. Yes, that was a good touch. That's cool. I like yeah, that, I that love scene. seeing yep. that. Don't, don't, don't. Again, it's fucking no armor, and yep. you're driving through a city. Dude, that guy's holding. Go up a little bit, Nate. That shot. That guy's holding that fucking thing. On your- <laughs> That's you know not why? how you hold a fucking M2. You know why? That's not so, how you. Because he's an actor and he's not no, really shooting it. Because his fucking hands are like this. And he's out of the way so the camera can get a shot. Yeah, he's absolutely right. There, yes. Yeah, that's he's that's absolutely, fucking, yeah. that's absolutely the, the, it's it. It's right yeah. here. That, that's yeah, because like, that's not how you hold a fucking ammo. No, it's not. But that's why he's got to be like out of the way. So Yeah, no way. You hold that bitch like you mean it, mm-hmm. and that thing will fucking recoil oh, yeah. and produce results like she means it. Like the guy with the winter awesome coat on. Weapon. Yeah, the winter coat with the hood up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait a second. Okay, can you blow that up a little bit, that picture? That's oh, a Dutch, that dude. That, yeah, that is a Dutch fucking like M whatever field jacket because they had the really super angle pockets of the Velcro. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's actually well, it's it, but it's here's the thing is like they made that garment for this film. I can't think of anything Be- more hard, hotter to wear in Somalia right now. Right. Well, here's the thing is like if he was wearing just that as like a vest over a you know, fucking t shirt or whatever. Yeah. One thing, but like. Yeah, he's the bad guy though, so you gotta know that. Right. That's a Dutch fucking like fifties era field jacket, or That's no, no, like seventies era field jacket because of the Velcro. Who knows? Well, the hell? The is M80, that? What the fuck oh. is an M eighty five? It's that apparently. Oh, <laughs> that's the fifty cal on the uh, the cupola of the. Uh... It was oh. neat to see the Pakistanis. That was yep. neat. You never see UN. Coalitions like that. I heard yeah. they were pissed well, that you, they didn't get more screen time. 
<laughs> yeah. We just done well, more shit. I was going to say earlier, it's funny, Nate, that you talk about the whole Black Hawk thing. And like mm-hmm. in this film, we have Pakistani UN troops saving Americans. And then in Zero Dark Thirty, you have Pakistanis selling remnants of the American helicopter to China. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yeah. a Pakistani connection in both these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've come full circle. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And the minigun. And this one of these fucking guns saw. in uh, the museum in fucking North Carolina. It's so cool. Like, <laughs> rusting in the weeds for, like, ten years. Wait, let me get my car battery. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's a GAU-8, the sound that I was replicating. Yeah, the, the pitch was just a little too high. Uh, yeah. yep. And you call yourself Mike B. Jesus. Yeah. I, I'm a fucking failure, dude. Who are you? <laughs> Don't. Oh, I see what you did there. Dishka. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dishka. Yep, Love me a Dishka. Of so, I think there's gonna be Dishkas in every fucking conflict. That's a real one. That's little, another real one. Yeah, that yeah, looks, it actually, yeah, it is. It, yeah, that's a yeah. rarity in movies. Really, really yeah. fucking good prop. If it's yeah. not real, well, if it's, it's a really good prop. If they shot it in what Morocco, um, they probably it, had it. It never fired. You though, definitely in the see that movie. They just which had is, him on it or around it. So. Yeah, which that's is fine, but like, yeah. You know. It's they're cool as fuck. So hey, whenever uh, I see a, a real, a dishka, real, a real like, dishka, whether it's not usable or whatever, fine. It's just it's. it's cool. It looks so fu- they're so funky. The receivers, it's so cool oh. looking. And like when you, the, the, the top cover is like four inches big too. It's like the whole thing at the top, and then you like lift up this little section. It's funny. Hmm. Oh yeah, oh. it is. M seventy two. Yeah, those are great rifles. Yeah. PKM. PKM. Yep. One of the best medium machine guns and heavy machine guns ever fucking made. It's an upside down AK. <laughs> oh, so the MP- oh, now we're gonna get real fun. A three. Yep. I, I I don't like that scene. I well, I don't know what's real in the world Again, anymore. Again, semi-automatic, absolutely fucking plausible, mm. absolutely. But full auto, uh-uh, with one hand. Mm-mm. In the book, Even in real life, the weapons are actually MP5Ks. Huh. Right, they were really small fuckers, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Huh, interesting, it was, it was issued uh, as a defense weapon to helicopter pilots in Somalia in case they got shot down and had to deal with drug dealers or something. It was only in Somalia, right. though. It's, uh, Which he did. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know what you mean, Nate, but that, the one scene where he just fucking sticks it like out the broken window of the Black Hawk yeah. does look pretty fucking cool. So All I could hear was, hit me in the air! <laughs> 870? Where the fuck is this? Yeah, one of the guys has it slung on his shoulder. What? No. Jesus Christ. Okay. I guess so they're I breaching or something. Go down yeah, to the second was, photo. No, he's not breaching. No, I guess that's the only thing I can think about it. But you can I saw see it much line. better in the second yeah. photo. Mm-hmm. I never right, see He's got it on his back, but like, why the fuck would the guy be like shouldering that thing in a firefight? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't ever remember being used. No, it's just being carried around. Yeah. So the 1911, yes, mm-hmm. I know, the A1. Delta I, I don't know, I don't, Mike, that's a high power. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? Literally, when I was watching this again today, I was like, is, is he rocking a high power? I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. I'll just fucking, I'll, I'll just slink back. Mm-hmm. That's well. probably 1911. And then it was. So how's that seven rounds working out for you, bud? I can never fucking pronounce Jamie Lannister's name. Nik- Nikolaj Kostawaldo. Something, yeah. He's, he's, uh, Nikolaj Kostawaldo. I think he's Dan- Alphabet. He's what, Danish or something? He's Danish, yeah. yeah. It's Nikolai. 
It's it's just the fucking J is a Y. Oh, okay. <clears throat> At one point, it's, it's like, f- it's like that's funny. jalapeno. <laughs> what it's did pronounced you jalapeno. Yes, I said jalapeno. <laughs> Oof, that was a rough scene. You, if there's breath, there is life. You know, you fight till yeah. you can't. So I was correct then that he was carrying a Tokarev. Yeah, I, I like variant, that. But like, yeah, yep, and because that's I, yeah. You know, they overpower him. What are you going to do? I get it. I, I like the scene how, like, they take him on one at a time. It's like the crowd just like, what's going to happen? It was a little bit like, uh, what was it? You know, danger close like. Mm. <laughs> well, but like, here's in the thing. Way, like, but... in, that, in that particular scene where they executed that guy, mm-hmm. it's like out of any fucking round that would go through that rudimentary body armor that they had back then, mm. the 762.5 would do it. Yeah. And that's why, like, because it was it was really a quick scene, but like mm-hmm. I was like, is that a Tokarev he's holding? Yes, and it is. So go down. Yep, yep, it is. Yeah. Okay, he I empties it too. Because that, yeah, he does, and that's dude. I don't care what body armor you're wearing. Like it, one of those is gonna punch through and fucking hit you. Oh yeah, and it's it's not a round. Yep, do not fuck with that round. Like that is a hot fucking round. Seven so, six two, fucking two five. Yep, wide. You know, and wide boy. Yeah. FS or the M9, yep. Yeah. I, again, it's funny. Growing up, this is like, you know, M9, an A2, chocolate chip, and a basket. That's like what a soldier wears. <laughs> it, I mean, yep. it, I did have G.I. Joes, like you said, Brian. When you said that, I'm like, yeah. I remember those Hasbro yeah. G.I. Joes, yeah. Yep, exactly. It's funny. Like that, Just growing up, that's what an American soldier looked like in my yep. head. Like, it's like in the Second World War, it's like, oh, wolves and a steel helmet and a grand. It's like, Chips and a fucking A2. Yeah. Yep. That's what I think about. Like my, when my dad was in, when I was a kid, he wore BDUs with, I had mm-hmm. to shine his boots. I got, you know, I had to shine his little boots. I love doing it. Like the, the actual, <laughs> like uh speed lace ones. Yeah. I would polish them up, shine them up really nice. So they were like mm-hmm. shiny and that's what he wore. And it was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. In the nineties. That's all coyote shit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to shine these. It's all rough now. Shit. RPG. Oh, I wonder where that first picture's from. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Ian. Who? (laughs) What? Yeah, the sevens. I was thinking during this film, though, it's just crazy how, like, this German weapon made to, like, kill tanks evolved into this. Yeah. Because the last German version of the the Panzer uh, Faust had an MG42 trigger guard welded to the bottom. That was literally the first RPG. Mm. Have you and seen like the modern fucking, German uh, anti-tank weapon? The Panzerfaust 3s? I think I have. The ones they're using mm. over in uh, Ukraine and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy. They look just like fucking... They're exactly the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come for <laughs> they're just bigger. Yep. You know? A tube with a pistol grip. Like, it's just crazy, yep. you know? And it's one of the most versatile weapons. It's like the drone of the 1940s, 50s. Like, yep. fuck, RPGs changed everything. Yep, they used them a lot in this movie. Yeah, it was well, a very they do use them a movie. lot. Like mm-hmm. they're they're very effective. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. Oh, the they're not the best. Oh. They're just they're just fucking. It took me a second to realize what I was looking at. The fucking round stick. Oh out yeah, it, it does yeah. look a little different, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that guy who's dead. Yeah, alphabet. Had that thing gone off though, everybody in the truck would have been fucking toast. So. Yeah. Oh what? Norinka made one. <laughs> 
Dude, huh. they, they copy everything. <laughs> no, I didn't know that, though. Because, again, they copy, that, they copy that has, copies. That That's has the like, problem. That has, like, little show-show A bipod. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the bipod RPG before. I didn't know that was a Chinese thing. Interesting. Huh. The warhead looks a little different in the second photo. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's not stamped on the front. <clears throat> yep. Huh. The M72, yeah. Those things were fucking used up until like the beginning of uh, GWAT. I was you so see them in- wondering about that because I see I just associate Vietnam with those things. You nope, see those in- things were fucking widely used. Yeah. You see them in GWAT too, and you even see them in Restrepo and stuff. They have ones that mm-hmm. have modified sights and things. Mm. They're they're great one shoot weapons. And what's funny is I look at this. He's shooting a training one. You can see the trainer insert in the back uh, of the fucking yeah, wall. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, oh, they yeah. shoot little twenty millimeter rockets. Nine millimeter, nine millimeter rounds. Well, but back they, in the day, they, they the traders had little smoke. blue rockets that were like this big, and they were small right. like this. And you'd put it in the, like, they had a plastic thing that would go in the end. I only know that because I used to play with one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today they use different training ammunition. Yeah. Oh, the but SPG yeah, there's, nine. Yeah. There's the that, 66 law that, every, that come out, and everyone's like, it's a piece of shit. And then the 72 is what came out, which was the good one. And they look a lot different. To find a right 66 uh, Vietnam War law is actually really hard. And yeah, the Chinese rocket launcher. You see these a lot in the Middle East and everywhere. Yeah, they're um, pretty effective. Yeah, they're really effective. Me and Sean have used one to great effect in video games before. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> Shot nice. down fucking hips oh, and hinds. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Nate, the Nate, Cobra. Nate, squad? we're going to strap you full of bombs. You go do that, we'll shoot them over here. You have a 203 for a flare launcher? Okay. Yeah, you can get those. Oh, derp, yep. It's not forty millimeter. It's thirty seven, but like yeah, the real. I ones see this a lot. Yeah. Did the two hundred three is a piece of shit. It looks really cool in the gun, but yeah, it looks really cool. But like I've used one, it's a piece of shit. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's better than the XM one forty eight where they they used the nom. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. But it's again, it's like you can polish a turret, but in the end, it's well, still a piece of shit. A lot of them are are like. Mounted on their own thing now. I see their own standalone. No, it's launcher. the M328 or whatever the fuck it it's is. Like it's like the one that the, that was on the G36s. It looks like it's like the right, the but like it's, it's, you could you could either shoot it standalone or mount it on a I rifle. Forget. It's there's a really good weird. documentary from Afghanistan about I think the Battle of Marcha. It's called, which follows a bunch of Marines and shit there, and they have one of those fuckers, but it's like on a stick. Like literally, there's like a hewn down stick that's like got an angle in it, and they they pull it out of somebody's ruck. And they're using that at times, so yep. hey, it works, you know. Yeah, good old M203. Jump out in the middle of the street and shoot it. Grenades, M67. We've yeah, covered the M67 fucking... as much as we've covered, those are covered the M2. Yeah. Hey, you, know? you ever throw one of those like you know into a four story uh, window? <laughs> From like 200 feet away, no, from 150 <laughs> yards. Yeah, no, but I've thrown it yeah. into an eight-story building there, Brian. <laughs> right. Is that when like the the, the fucking uh, Delta guys take their their eight ball and then they go into combat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they jerk off all day, every day, and smoke a thing. Dude, if, if that guy would have thrown that fucking thing 150 yards precisely into that window, that's like a fucking Medal of Honor kind of situation. <laughs> well, congratulations, you want a stuffed bear. It's I, like holy shit, man! I, I do know that this was the time. I, that was kind of a joke, but real. This was the time, kind of time where speed entered the special forces community. I have some, know some people that have some stories about that. You don't think it days. entered it in Vietnam? Oh, that, that different war, but I mean, like a modern context. Like you know, these guys are you know. They're, it's they're, always been there. 
special forces for a reason. But anyway, you know, maybe that maybe speed lets you throw a grenade 400 yards straight up into the air. I think this is the longest. Oh, IMDb oh, IMFDB. They didn't get the fucking F1, the the Soviet F1 that was on the guy's belt in that one scene. Oh, ah, so well, go take a blurry screenshot. Up. They fucked it up. <laughs> go take a blurred screenshot. The whole page is <laughs> fucked because of that. Yeah, the whole the, page invalid. It also <laughs> was cool to see the incendiary grenades when they were blowing shit up. Yeah, you know, scuttling shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah, like the podcast scuttling shit. But also, here's the thing: is they don't blow up like that. They just burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you set them on a uh, thing like an engine block or whatever yep. the fuck a radio. They don't blow up. Scene. Melt. Well, I think it's time to move on to final thoughts. Yep, sounds good. Who would like to start? Nathan would like to start. I, can I see agree, it in his Nathan. Eye. I can see. Uh, you yep. know, I could and see his beard. You know, I could. See, I could see Mike A wants to start. Why don't you go? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, a lot of Ridley Scott's movies, um, very, very uh, well done in terms of, you know, um, showing the situation, showing you know a, a grand scale of shit going on. Um, I thought, you know, I completely forgot that he did the movie, but when his name popped up, you know, I was like, oh right, and like that makes a lot of sense. Um, great cinematography. Uh, the action itself is terrifying you know a lot of it i thought that that part was probably the 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 most well done part of the whole movie was just how brutal and intense it all was um and again i like how it goes from being hey we got to do this mission to that just like fuck all that it's all about you know just surviving now so um out of 10 out of 10 you know uh, out of 10 i would probably give it a uh seven and a half out of 10 nice and now i will pass it back to nate um so yeah so like i mean same thing here i mean you know it's 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 interesting going through it with you guys and 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 hearing all the historical context stuff that i don't really quite really know um and uh some of it i knew in terms of the weapon stuff but like the uniforms and stuff it's super interesting and i'm super thrilled that they actually got that right um because a lot of times people don't get it right and does it really matter to the general audience? No, but it matters to people like us who really study this stuff and it shows effort. And I think that's what I see in this film of the whole thing. As I see effort, I see effort in trying to understand the time period at this point, what, 10 years after, um, trying to understand, you know, the, the culture of a certain branch of the military, uh, understanding, the t- the place the situation everything uh almost down to the t so i i really do see the details in that and that really does uh make it really good i think um the one there there are a few things that i did see that you know in terms of an editor um some of the sounds were kind of canned that kind of bothered me a little bit some stock um, sounds yeah like a snap is cl- or a hiss is close. A snap means you're shoot like it was like the most like cookie cutter fucking thing, and you know that was the only thing. It's just, it's the time period though. It's not it's not anything I can really peg it for. It just kind of bothered me a little bit up and down. But again, it's it's so nitpicky the things I would pull it down for. Um, in terms of the story for me and everything, I mean, like Mike A said, it's gripping, holds your attention, it's engaging. 
definitely don't look at your phone during this. I think the only reason why I looked at my phone is because I've seen it like X amount of times. So, you know, it, it, it definitely will not ever pull you away out of, uh, uh, with it being boring or anything like that. So overall, I mean, I, 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 I really, really like it. I'm like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really kind of stood out to me. I mean, other than the one handed fucking MP5, but I'm not going to knock it for that. But, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten screen mels. Uh, I think that's where it mels. sits. Yeah, it's a pretty loud mel. It's a it's a bounty scream mel. <laughs> so, uh, it works. So uh, yeah, no, I I like it a lot. Watch it. Um, if you're living under a stump, watch it. If you want to watch it again, watch it. It's good. Uh. Brian. Yeah, no, I really couldn't agree more. Um, I think it starts out a little slow. It's a bit repetitive at times. I'm not sure if that's just, you know, because they had so many different iterations of the script. Like 80 or something you said, Michael? It's fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, it was it was written uh, 80 different times, and it, but they, they brought on numerous different screenwriters to punch up dialogue and stuff like that. Damn, this is fucking crazy. I mean, you know, knowing that behind it, I kind of understand the, the first bit of it. But the second that they fucking leave the base for the raid, it just it's amazing. And it's just again, it's so if you don't pay attention to the whole thing, you'll miss cool shit. You know, like Nate was saying, like, don't look at your fucking phone. Just watch the movie. It's it's really awesome. Um, and yeah, for, you know, people that grew up like us during the GWAT era and stuff, it's just really interesting to relive it. And it's not watching on TNT, you know. Yes, um, yes. It is a it yeah. is an R movie that should be viewed as an R movie. Exactly. You have to always see things in their original format if you really want to understand them. Um, but it's so well cast. It's so hard to nitpick, you know. Um, and that being said, I would also have to give it a nine. You know, I mean, a few green screen things or whatever. But like, as far as like a war movie, if you want to watch something you're going to fucking enjoy over and over again, yeah, this is this is going to be it. You know, and you're always going to pick up new shit that you haven't seen before and uh just watch it because it's the 30th anniversary of the fucking battle this year I mean, that's that's enough to to realize holy shit it's been 30 years since 93 regardless so no it's fucking awesome and uh i bestow the talking pillow onto you mr mike b all right yeah um it's it's good at portraying the chaos and like the intensity of that because again I know a couple of people who were like, not in this battle, of course, but like they were around there and they were like, it was completely fucked. Everything we did was completely fucked. And then, um, having done research, like watching like, um, uh, presentations and talks of the guys who actually were here and like are portrayed in this film. It's like, yeah, it's again, no film's ever going to be perfect in portraying what, what it was because it's a film. Like, you can't do that. But I think as, like, an outsider looking in is, like, yeah, it, it got as close as they could possibly get to how incredibly stressful and just not good the situation was. Like, I know I say not good, like, jokingly a lot, but, like, it was just really, it was a bad fucking situation. And it was just horrible all around. Like, how do, how do you get out of that? alive and it's you know they, they could have done a lot of things better i think in the film of like uh like the banter like 
that was brought up earlier, the banter. But um, as far as the gear and all that shit, looks good because it was so fresh. It's like you can still buy that shit at the surplus store. You know, when they made this film, you can still buy all that shit. Okay, the Delta guys, they modified their uniforms a little bit. Sure. But, like, you can all buy that stuff. So that's why the uniforms were actually... And the gear was good. Um, the way they moved, I actually appreciated because it's like they're moving like a 90s U.S. Army infantryman. Like, they're Rangers, I know that, but, like, they're still infantry at heart, you know? Like, it's it's the same kind of style. They just work in different tactics, like squad size and everything. They got a lot more training. They're airborne, qualified, and all that shit. But, like, they moved like actual Rangers and Delta guys. Delta guys move a lot faster, if you if you notice that. Like, they move a lot. Like, they go, okay, what do we got to do? Okay, let's go. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like they're on fucking meth. Like, they're just like, okay. But that's how those guys... In JSOC and Special Forces and whatever, that's how they operate. Like, they, they fucking go, okay? And that was pretty cool. Like, also, like I said earlier, like, those guys working with the Rangers, who are a, quote-unquote, lower tier than, like, Delta, and just working with them, like, okay, here's what we're doing. Bam, okay, we got it. And they trust them. I really like that because there wasn't any of this... Well, I have to explain this shit to you because you're a fucking ranger and I'm Delta. It's like, no, no. It's like, we're doing this, this. Okay, got it. And they do it, you know? And I like that a lot. And um, and also, I do like the fact that, like, the general who is making all the decisions back at the talk, he knows he's just got to make a fucking decision and he's thinking. And then, it, it you know, it winds up in the credits, like, he took all responsibility for the decisions he made. The guys got killed, yes. But it was a horseshit situation. Like, you know, and whatever. But, like, I, I do like the fact that, like, he wasn't like this, like in uh, Thin Red Line, like Nick Nolte's character, right? Oh, we got to fucking, you're going to go up this goddamn hill. It's like, no, he knows, shit, guys are getting killed. And I'm the one responsible for making that decision. Okay, but I still have to think about, like, these guys have to go here, but everything's a clusterfuck. So they portray that pretty well, you know, to the extent that you can in a film. And I like that, because it's like, it does put fault on people in charge. It also shows that, yeah, Americans are not invincible. You know, I do like that, even though, like, I'm an American, of course, like, for those of you that are foreign listening to me, like, I love my country. I fucking think that our military is pretty de- or it was good at a certain point and it also shows that no matter how good you are you're extremely vulnerable because they lost a lot of a lot of like really well-trained troops in that whole engagement in that whole battle and it was really fucked up and politics aside and all that shit they did their job the best they could and they still a lot of them died and got wounded so um, it, 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 it showed that, well, again, some of the writing, like in this scene, kind of stupid, like that guy. So in real life, like this, this Delta guy, when he's talking to the Sergeant at the end and he's going back out there, he's not going to be giving him this like fucking speech of like, well, it's, it's why we do it. You know, whatever he's gonna be like shoveling food into him <laughs> as hard as possible as fast as possible. Cause he hasn't eaten in two fucking days. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to be just eating and be like, yep, okay, so when we go back out there, <laughs> yeah, so here's here's what I'm thinking. 
is, you know, that's what they're going to be doing like in real life. And that's, that's what the film, like, you know, every film falls short on, because if you're portray that, well, you can just go watch shit on YouTube from Ukraine or any other war. And it's boring to most people. Cause they're like, well, what are you saying? It's like, no, I want to eat. So I'm going to be shoveling food in at the speed of light. And it's going to half digest before I get into combat again. And I'm going to throw up, but Hey, at least my stomach's not hurting because I'm hungry. Anyway. Um, it also, I, I did like this cause it, it didn't really portray the Somalis in a bad light. It did to an extent, of course, cause they're, oh, they're the enemy, but it's not like, you know, shitting on the Somalis. It's like, and also these aren't Somalis in the film. These are people from like central and, um, Western Africa, Somalis, because I know, because I live in a area where we have a literal fucking giant population of Somali people. They don't look like the people in this film did. This looks like, as far as the uh, African actors in this one, they look like Hotel Rwanda and Rwanda's on the other side of the fucking continent. Somali people are much more skinny, which is where the term comes from, right? They're thinner, they have different facial features and whatever. I know you can't get a bunch of Somali actors at this time when they made this to show up like you could with, you know, um, Captain, whatever the fuck, uh, Captain Phillips, Captain Phillips, Phillips yeah. right? Which they also got from Minnesota, <laughs> which is up near where I'm at. And um, it's like, I get you know that. Where, you know where Fargo is? That's where you find a lot of Somalis. Somalis. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not well, even that, joking. That's, you know, the, that's a, the third largest concentration of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that, that was one little thing, but, uh, no, they also didn't portray the Somalis in like a fucking villain light. Right. Which I appreciated because again, we're there, we're on their turf. They didn't come and invade us. So it's like, yeah, I would do the same shit. I would fucking kill the people that were invading my country or so I thought, you know, anyway, long winded shit, but I had to cover a couple points that I failed to bring up earlier. Um, yeah, I'll give this an, uh, a solid eight out of 10 solid eight. So I mean, Mike, they didn't eat properly. I was waiting for a one. So, so putting all the stories, <laughs> yeah, just deflect, deflect, deflect. <laughs> Fuck so yep. putting all the scores Brian, into the Brian, computer Brian that will out. tell us. <laughs> yeah. Brian wants out. Yeah. yeah it's the course. computer that will tell us if, um, the Pakistanis will get mad at this podcast. <laughs> we get a 8.4. So yeah, that's not pretty bad. High. No, yeah. not bad at all. B, B plus. You know, like yep. I said earlier, um, it's just a really good movie and you will yep. enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, fuck you. No. Like, it's just, it's really hard to nitpick, you know, if you're into this kind of stuff. It's what Ridley Scott said. If I were to do more like research that. on the, the actual topic of what happened, perhaps it'd be easier to nitpick, but like, who knows? So. Yep. So. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out.